Hey, it's Figgy Fig, and I got to tell you guys about Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness. I've been having some serious lower back and neck issues over the past few years, and finally, I decided to get it checked out with Dr. Pittman. After my first two appointments, my neck and back felt amazing. My body feels rejuvenated, and I actually walked out the office faster than when I walked in. And you can have that same feeling. Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness specializes in neck and back pain, muscle and joint pain, and so much more. Make your appointment today. 346-774-2887. That's 346-774-2887. Or you can check them out online at PCAWellness.com. That's PCAWellness.com. And tell them Figgy Fig sent you. Let's get this shit going. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. We got to stick on brand, man. Playing house music again. We're going with this. Hip hop is dead, man. Hip hop and R&B is dead. Okay. Yeah. This is is the new wave, man. This is is the vibe now, man. I'm tired of rap. Let's go. Excuse me. Hey, come on, buddy. Come on. You're stepping all over my shoes here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. Hip hop is over. R&B is over. When you go out to that club, it's going to be dance music only. But hip hop, we taking it to another gone, level. Man. Yeah, man. I'm high rap, 1987 to 2022. I'm gonna play some rap, man. In a Seven, man. Okay, okay. Yeah. We, we can throw it back. Look, yeah. look. Y'all think y'all see these skipping? Nope. <laughs> we just flipping, nigga. Putting it down, nigga. Let's go. Look, I like the uh, red clothes. Little flip, nigga. I red clothes. Nigga see me at the club. They say, nice shoes. Boy, you about to blow up like Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. Happy June 27th. And it's not DJ Screw birthday. Gotta yes. put that out there. A lot, a lot of people always say happy birthday, DJ Screw. It's not DJ Screw's birthday. It's not Fat Pat's birthday. I want to say it was 
if not Big Mo, some other dude. I forget yeah. his name. I gotta I look that yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know the person, but yeah. Now you know that I'm the king. You might see me stepping a limousine. You might see me eating a chicken wing. Emo's birthday, that's right. You said emo? Demo. Demo. Happy birthday, Demo? Boy. Yeah. Happy birthday, Demo. Shout out to Pokey. Shout out to Lil Flip. Oh, yeah. Lil Flip is the top. Three rappers of all time from Houston, right? Or artists, he said. Uh, he says Beyonce, him, and Travis Scott. Lil Flip said that. And we ended on that note. <laughs> I think he was doing a. Um, I think he was doing an interview with Vlad or somebody. One of those interviews, and he said the um, biggest artist that ever came out of Houston. I don't, I don't think he said the best. He said the biggest artist that biggest, ever. Biggest, I, I guess. Beyonce, him, and Travis Scott. Is that accurate? <laughs> I mean. Because the first, when I first heard it, I'm like, huh? I, I mean. I guess it depends. Talk about, I mean, I guess I got to see what he mean by biggest artist. To come out of yeah, Houston. like sold the most, like yeah. in music period, because I would assume like ZZ Top probably bigger than Lil Flip. Yeah. So like I I don't know like is he I thought is he, he bigger than Scarface? Rapping, but the fact that he put, he put Beyonce, Beyonce in there, yeah. He yeah, said he said know. biggest artist to come out of Houston. Beyonce number one, him he's number two, and Travis Scott number three. Travis Scott, I feel not like, number three. Yeah, that's what I said. I feel like Travis Scott, if we talking about numbers and all that stuff, I feel like Travis Scott might be bigger. Even, shit, I say money. <laughs> I feel like Travis Lil, Scott. Lil, Lil Flip money. never had a tour that was nothing like a Travis Scott tour, man. It, Lil, Lil Flip never had his own festival. Like, let's let's stop the cap, okay? And I like <laughs> Lil Flip. I like Lil Flip, man. I've I met him a couple times. Yeah. Had him on a Paul Gallant show, Gallant at Night, back when we was doing it on 610. Good dude. Very yeah. humble, actually. So I'm really surprised he even said that. Yeah. But let, let's stop the cap, man. No, <laughs> you're not bigger than Travis Scott. Yeah. Saying he's top three is even a stretch. And I'm a bit, I'm a little flip fan. And yeah. he definitely, his run was huge. I mean, rap-wise, he was the biggest rapper yeah. to come out of Houston. But if we're talking, especially early artists, on, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would say if you if you talking about back in the two thousands and all that, mm-hmm. I would probably say yeah because that's you know I ain't really you know even with Scarface, I knew who Scarface was, but yeah, Lil Flip was like H Town, <laughs> like freestyle king. That's when I was like, oh shit, this dude from Houston, mm-hmm. and that, that's when I was like, damn, he, you know, he kind of put putting Houston on the map. No disrespect to Scarface, but Scarface was kind of universal. Like, yeah. he was in everybody's hood. But Lil Flip brung, like, he showed, I felt like he showed me what Houston was. No, but, I mean, he, I mean, really, I would say nation, well, yeah, probably Lil Flip. Yeah. Lil Flip was huge nationwide. Like, like, I knew who Scarface was, but it wasn't like, oh, Scarface, oh, he showed me what Houston was. I felt yeah. like Lil Flip showed me what Houston was. Yeah. And then that trickled on down to like the Paul Walls, the 
the Slim Thugs and all that stuff, the SUC. So that's when I was like, oh, but Lil Flip was like, he, he kind of put that on the national level. <laughs> he did. Where uh, niggas was talking about sipping lean and tipping slow, all, all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Nah, he did. He did. He deserves credit for that, man. Like he paved the way for like Switcher House people and Slim Thug and Paul Wall and all them. And he was definitely like there have been several artists who were on the verge of breaking out. But for whatever reason, they couldn't or didn't make it like Fat Pat. Everybody thought he was going to be like the next big thing yeah. out of Houston. But he had died before he had really even been able to blow up like that. Yeah. Big Mo was one, too. But that fucking purple stuff video with the fuck like it, it was so cartoony and stupid. They kind it, it was he was mismanaged. Mm. He could have been huge out of Houston, but he yeah. was mismanaged. So it was always like somebody would be on the verge. Little Kiki was almost there, but Lil Flip was the one who really broke through on a nationwide scale. So he does deserve credit for that. I think he's underrated in hip hop history. But to say he's over Travis Scott, yeah, the, the top, and just under Beyonce yeah. is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, man. because I think he said top three artists to come out of Houston. He said Beyonce, him, and Travis Scott eh. in that order. <laughs> because eh. it'd be one thing if he was just like, yeah, me, Beyonce, Travis Scott, and you know, yeah, he'd be like okay, him, him putting him putting it in that order is kind of offensive. I'm, and I'm not even a Travis Scott fan like that, man. Yeah. But I just. I have eyes. I know. I know numbers. Yeah. And the math ain't mathing with that, man. I got to say. But <laughs> shout out to Lil Flip, regardless. Yeah, man. Still man. a legend in his yeah. own right. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. He be throwing a lot of stuff out there, man. He threw out the. <laughs> he threw out the. Uh, I could BTI in the verses. He, yeah. He been throwing right. out a lot of stuff, man. He been wanting all the smoke. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't I don't like this term because Lil Flip usually I mean we had him on ESG show we interviewed him we had him on the Paul Gallant show mm-hmm. and like he's always like a humble dude he was kind of I don't want to say boring but like he would all he would never say anything for shock value yeah you know anybody we brought up he'd be like oh, I'm cool with him yeah we cool like it's all yeah. good like he would never speak on beef or anything like that yeah but lately it kind of seems like he's saying shit for clout now dog. Mm. And I, I don't know, like the the Ti versus, come on, man, like number one, he yeah. just shouldn't do that. Period. It's not gonna yeah. happen regardless. But I mean, if they're talking about fucking Memphis Bleak and uh uh Ju- fucking Joel Santana, <laughs> Joel Santana, then yeah. maybe he has a shot because yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Apparently, we're yeah. past the bottom barrel. Yeah. Now uh, Memphis Bleak and Joel, I think Joel's is calling out Memphis Bleak, saying he wanted to do a versus with him. I don't. That might happen because they running out of niggas that do verses. Yes. But, but um man, we're gonna get into that the, the latest verses, the R and B verses, and how um look, man, I'm not I can't I can't sit here and, and, and give a winner to a versus before the verses anymore, man. Because it seems like the ones that we count out, they always end up being the ones to win, man. Yeah, because they they're they're the ones who know their discography is not gonna carry them. Yeah. So they actually have to do a good performance. Yeah, man. And the other dude is like, fucking, I'm just gonna play my hits and whatever. Yeah, yeah man. And that happened. Rehearse, don't do nothing. Yeah, and that happened. Um, that happened on Thursday night, man. A lot of people was looking at this matchup. It was um so so versus they had they had like a little uh a opening act. 
I think this was the first time they ever did that. So it was like a tag team match. It was like fucking wrestling or some shit. <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah so they have they had um Ray J and Bobby Valentino versus Sammy and Pleasure P from Pretty Ricky. And um yeah, the shit kind of last it, it lasted way too long. But um and then the main event was Omarion versus Mario. And obviously, I mean, I don't know how you feel about all of these gentlemen, but a lot, I, I would say majority of the people said Ray J and um, Bobby Valentino is going to clean up Sammy and Pleasure P. Because, <laughs> well, shit, Sam, from my knowledge, Sammy only had like one or two songs. So I don't even know why he was even in there. And then um, and then Mario, I, fe- I thought Mario only had a few songs. But um, those dudes came out the winners, <laughs> according to uh, Twitter. And social media, so we'll get into that a little later. But yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not sitting here. Whenever they announce a versus match, I'm not saying, oh no, he about to get swept or he about to get washed, because we we gotta remember, man, it ain't all about the songs. It's about how you perform it and how you sound. Yeah, well, I'm of the opinion that we need to just go ahead and lay this whole thing to rest. I know. We keep saying that every week, too, man. No, nah, <laughs> I mean, I'm that. serious now, dog. Like, yeah. I could, this shit, and even the Omarion versus, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But, yeah, I'm just anti-versus now. I'm at the boycott stage of versus now. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm intentionally not watching shit because, like, come on, man. Same old <laughs> shit. Always a fucking production mess. They acting like they're doing this shit for the first time every time they do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor planning, poor performances, and bottom of the barrel ass people we're talking about in versus now. Yeah. No disrespect to Memphis Bleak and Joel Santana, but if this were <laughs> is what we're talking about now, then we need to go ahead and hang it up, flat yeah. screen. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll talk about that in a minute, man. We got yeah. a lot to break down. We got a a new dance hit, yeah. apparently. From one Beyonce, two, no, two, two weeks in a row, man. We talking about dance yep. music on the hip hop podcast. I know, and I, that can't be a coincidence. But we'll get into that. We'll yeah, get we gonna talk about that. All that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into all that in a second. First off, thank you. How you been, man? Now you've been a a busy week at the station. You got the NBA draft. You got the Astros still going on. You got mm-hmm. training camp with the Texans going to be starting up soon. So how you been? How's everything? over there dog man everything cool everything going this this is um you know if you work in radio and you cover a football team this is uh, not even just cover a football team but this is around the dead time we call this the dead time Mm -hmm. where it's number baseball meaningless baseball where you know you don't have to cover every single game no uh it's the off time for the football We, we had otas a couple weeks ago but this is like the real off time. This is the dead time until training camp. And then the NBA draft just happened. So now it's that's that's it. There's nothing else to talk about. So a lot of fun happening on the radio, talking about random stuff. So mm-hmm. um yeah, man, we we chilling, man. We good. I'm good. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was my favorite time when I was producing, man, because I was into sports, but I also like talking about other shit. Like, I'm not a sports nerd, yeah, and that's yeah. probably why I didn't make it in sports radio, because, <laughs> like, I'm just not a nerd about it, man. Like, I watch it. I'm entertained by the casual stuff, but I always like, like, fucking 
thinking of new ideas and little sketches and things for us to do and games for us to play on air with the listeners and shit. Yeah. That was always fun to me, man. So yeah, it's it's definitely what you make of it. Some people mm-hmm. are are just starving out here. Yeah, no, <laughs> on the real. radio. So yeah. Yep. <laughs> Breaking down the office line and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting dirty. It's getting dirty. <laughs> Which rookie will make the biggest impact in 2022? <laughs> <laughs> or, or having the same fucking debates over and over again about Tom Brady's yeah. legacy Michael, and shit yeah. like that. Michael Jordan or LeBron James? <laughs> <laughs> LeBron tweeted this. What is he? Dog. Fucking Undisputed be so disgusting with that shit. Yeah. Like, they be they anything LeBron yes. does. LeBron could trip on himself outside. They would have a segment on it. Yes. <laughs> does this prove? I've never seen Jordan trip on a curb. On video, this is like, this is supposed to so be King James, and he's tripping over himself, <laughs> just like he tripped over the San Antonio Spurs, just like he tripped over the Dallas Mavericks. Is this the same LeBron that tripped over in Cleveland and left and went to Miami? Oh man, I could I know exactly what it is, and I ain't watched that show in years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I recently saw. Uh, they, they made a top 10 list to all-time NBA, and, like, <laughs> it, it was so funny. I had to laugh. I don't even – I can't even remember if LeBron was even on Skip's top 10, <laughs> but if he was, he was at the very bottom. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, dog, it, it's, it's they're just fucking a, a, a business of trolling. Yeah. But you won't find out at 610. You only get quality shit on there. So make sure y'all listen to Sports Radio 610 in the loop, 10 to 2 weekdays, Figgy Fig on there every day, curating the vibes and all that. So make sure y'all tune that in. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't know if we're still in Mob Tides, but if we are, we need to have Jay Prince introduce the podcast real quick, man. <laughs> the gems and juice. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I thought he was gonna hit me up. So you need to delete that tag. Yeah, it sounds like y'all got y'all not qualified. Yeah, <laughs> y'all yeah, the type that shit, shit in the bed and b- blaming <laughs> on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, Jay Prince told me to take the podcast down. We take the podcast down. Okay. Yeah, I would never play or mention Jay Prince ever again, man. I will be terrified. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> But look, we need to get him back on a I see him doing a podcast run, man. We need to get him back on a podcast, dog. Yeah. I saw he did uh the Scarface podcast. I think he did a million dollars worth of game. Yeah. We need to get him back on our and podcast. And when we get him back on because we got him more unexpected. So yeah. I was at home with COVID. <laughs> I think you wasn't prepared. We made it work, but uh, yeah. if we could get him on like now. Man, and, we'd be talking. Yeah. I, I would, I would be like, "Hey, man, how you feel about that dude? Uh, <laughs> that dude in cat. What's that dude name? I forgot his name. Whack one hundred. Yeah, whack one hundred or yeah. rat one hundred. Man, how you feel about rat that dude? Rat one hundred. Yeah. How yeah. you feel about NBA young boy? Was going on with that? Like, yeah, yeah we could ask him all types of stuff. If we had him again, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We got we got to hit him up. We got to use our mob ties. If we're still in mob ties, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> did give uh, Drake's last album a bad review. If, if so we, we might make it. If out. we get him back on, I would definitely be honest with him about the Drake project. I'm like, hey, like, like, is this fair or foul that we didn't? I like would ask. Album? Yeah, I would ask him what he thinks. Yeah, because yeah. I, I want to know what kind of music Jay Prince listened to. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine it's like a lot of Motown. And shit. 
<laughs> I don't even know who listens to rap, man. For some reason, I can't even imagine Jay Prince listening to rap music like today's yeah. rap music. Yeah. Do you see him being a country music fan since he is from Houston in the South? I mean, I could kind of see it. Yeah. He just seems like an old soul to me. And like a lot of old black people like country music, man. Yeah. Especially from especially the South. From, yeah. So yeah. I could see, I could see that definitely. I just can't see him like listening to this latest Drake album. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't see it, man. But, I, uh, I feel like he'd be super political, obviously. And that ain't breaking news, but I feel like he'd be like, yeah, there's something different he wanted to do. And yeah. uh, he's super talented and he can do whatever he wants. And blah, blah. I feel like he'd say something like that. I feel like he wouldn't say, nah, it's not for me. I, he wouldn't even say that. I don't think he'd say, no. nah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> Nah, he never speak out against Drake, man. He yeah. he was call him a, a genius for expanding the audience. So, and mm-hmm. which you could argue that too. Now, that could yeah. be a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so without further ado, man, fuck it. Let's get into new music. Um, now, now most notably, the biggest release, the most anticipated release of this year, I would say, has to be the new Beyonce single called "Break My Soul." Mm-hmm. Now, before we get to the actual song, explain to me, man, what did you think this song would be when you first? Because they announced yeah. the title and they announced when it was going to drop. When you heard the title "Break My Soul," what did you think it was going to sound like? I honestly, when I first seen this song title, the first songs I thought about was the um remember the Beyonce song Love on Top, the one that's always playing that type of vibe. Now I know mm-hmm. it wasn't gonna be all happy, happy, but I thought it was gonna be that type of vibe or her old song, um, Halo, something like that. Where it's a little slow. I ain't think it was gonna be for some reason I ain't think it was gonna be trappy. The uh, the old Beyonce trappy sound. But I thought we was gonna get I thought it was gonna be some real R and B to be honest. So it threw me in on a loop when it was when I when it when I hit play. So I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> and then my my conspiracy mind got to going. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing, man. When I when I saw this title, I kind of imagined like some Adele sounding type shit. Some mm-hmm. you you broke my you tried to break me. Some man yeah. did her dirty, but yeah. you're not going to bring her down. Some mm-hmm. shit like that. And so when we did play the song, it was a dance song. What up, Tab? We see you in the comments. By the way, we're streaming every Friday around 8 o'clock on Twitch and YouTube. Make sure y'all check us out there. Um, You can get in, interact with us. We'll shout you out, talk about whatever you want to talk about. So, yeah, make sure y'all peep us uh, if y'all get a chance on Friday evenings. Um, But anyway, so this single, yeah, I, I expected some a slow sounding R&B ballad. Yeah. And what we got was the complete opposite. We got a, <laughs> a dance song, but like a real dance song, not like yeah. the Drake. Yeah. This dance album, which is yeah. not really a dance album, but yeah. this, this is a straight up nineties technotronic quad yes. city DJs. Yeah. CC Peniston. Yeah. LGBTQ friendly. <laughs> Run, oh, yeah, run, yeah, runway certified. <laughs> this is yes. all about this. Check all the boxes. Yes, it is a vintage like '90s dance house beat. Yeah, and 
so yeah i mean the lyrics are more like the world's not gonna bring me down i'm back outside i quit my job <laughs> with this hilarious in this yeah. economy like i know it, okay I, i'm not gonna get into that yet okay because I, I have a lot of thoughts on the lyrical content but i want to get your take on the actual song man so how do you feel about the song um and how do you think it compares to like let's say the drake album in terms of catchy dance music i think man to me the song i ain't gonna lie um i probably wouldn't go back to this song but listening to it for the first time it it kind of got me hyped a little bit i'm just like okay okay it seemed like everything like you could put any song on that drake album and this song alone next to each other and they check every box outside of the drake shit like the beat the production was clean and a1 i was surprised uh dream did the dream did this mm-hmm. but uh it was super clean seemed like it was super mixed it was polished um her vocals she 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 was showing off on her vocals on this her vocals were strong so it was like man like this is a now nah, this is a dance song and um so i was like okay i wasn't even mad at it like i said um like i probably wouldn't go back to this but i'm not mad at this at all man this is to me it was a clean dance song i feel like this is a dance song everybody all week been saying oh yeah um y'all don't understand y'all got to go outside the country to you know hear the drake album and you got to be in miami in the club and all this I'm like, man, I I give anybody twenty dollars to uh show me how you gonna dance to this Drake album. Like I never I, like I listen to that Drake album again, and I don't understand how. Like I don't even understand how to catch a rhythm to this song uh, to to his music on here, man. Like I don't I can't imagine being on the dance floor and that song come on, and I start dancing. But the Beyonce song. Like I feel like people will get up and start dancing to that shit. I can see that. I can see people walking on the runway to that. I don't see people walking on the runway to Drake. So I, I see people walking on the runway to some old Drake songs. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, I thought the I thought the song was clean. I was a little troubled by the lyrics a little bit <laughs> about uh, about the I quit my job because we know how um, Beyonce can influence people. You know, she influenced the whole the single ladies, the, the, probably a legendary classic song that will be played at every single wedding when it's time to throw the the flowers and shit. Um, yeah, she she make all that type of shit. She made single ladies being a married woman or engaged or whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, man, she uh she made she she made the Lemonade album that made people. Want to uh, say fuck these niggas and f- f- uh, fuck my relationship type thing? I'm out here, and she went right back home with her husband, her lovely husband and family. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Tab just put, uh, "I'm a survivor." <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she did all that shit, man. That empowered every woman, every person. But um, I was a little worried about her saying, you know, I quit my job. So now she about to have all these people listening to these lyrics and quit their job and all all this other bullshit so that that kind of worried me a little bit and um the other part as far as the lyrics i kind of cringe when she said i'm back outside because yeah. i'm sick of that term man 
Yeah. I, I'm sick of that. I, I'm outside. That, I feel like that was kind of forced to try to say, hey, I, you know, I'm up on the new terms. So, so <laughs> I feel yeah. No, her and Jay Z do that often, mm-hmm. where they try to say something that we all saying Liddy or whatever the new word is. Blanking pr- on a million, remember that bullshit? Yeah, <laughs> Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus twerking, Miley Miley twerk. Oh God, yeah, Jay. yeah. So oh, bad memories. <laughs> so I, yeah, I surprised Beyonce mentioned pushing P on here. <laughs> But oh, um, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. Outside of that, I feel like this is a real dance song. I can see them playing this song in a, a real club. I don't, I don't see them playing no Drake and none of these dance dance clubs. And clearly, people haven't been to a real dance club before because his, his shit to me, even like like I said, I listened to this Beyonce song and I went back to the Drake song, the the Drake album. And it only like even the mix don't really hit the same, man. Mm-hmm. Like Beyonce, like I know Beyonce got top of the line engineers and all that shit, but even Drake's mix, it sounds like it, he just rushed and put that out, which we'll get into after you tell us about how you felt about this song, because I, you know, this this is probably not a breaking news uh, conspiracy, but it, it got me thinking once she put this out and I seen it was a dance song. So I wonder if Drake got a little insider tip. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Like, this can't be a coincidence. That's my thought. Yeah. Like, Drake, I now, at the very least, Beyonce telegraphed this release. Like, we knew the album was coming. She already announced that. Yeah. I'm sure Drake has heard this song. Yeah. Because he's tapped in. And for him to drop a dance album a week before... Beyonce drops a dance single on a and Thursday. none of them have been doing this or, type of music yeah, lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it can't be a coincidence, man. I don't know if it's like something that they are all just in on, like, hey, let's make this the new wave. Or if Drake was trying to get a one up by saying, getting the credit that Beyonce would have gotten if she dropped this out of the blue. And but now everybody's talking like now it's attached at the hip. Drake and Beyonce are yep. bringing back house music. Mm-hmm. When before, if Drake ain't dropped that album, it would have just been Beyonce. Yeah. So he kind of forced himself into the conversation, even though clearly his music was not as good. Yeah. So do you think um, so? This is the other thing I was thinking. Do you think he had this album ready already? And Beyonce, and he found out Beyonce was releasing a dance song, so it kind of fucked him up. So he released, he went on and released it that night. Or he, or you think he somehow found out Beyonce was releasing the dance song, and he he decides to throw something together because the title was thrown together clearly. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, did he just try to throw something together? Or yeah, I don't know. I just got all type of questions, man. I wonder how long. How, now I'm thinking, how old are these songs? Or did he just slop these songs together? That um, yeah, I'm, I, I got all type of questions now. I mean, I do too. Um, and I'll say this because I was listening to uh, academics and say what you want about academics, man. He's he's tapped in about he's the shit. plug, man. And he is. He and he got information about Drake. He be talking to Drake. 
and uh, he has label sources and all that shit too. And apparently, he said that when Drake turned the album into the label, the label was surprised. Like they weren't expecting. They knew he had been working on music, but they didn't know he was about to drop an album that day. <laughs> you know, so apparently nobody knew that Drake was coming out with this album. They just knew he had been recording some music, which I'm sure he's always recording music. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so, no big deal. I, I am. I mean, that's a good point. Was he? Did he rush it because he knew Beyonce was coming? Did he? Ru- I, I I don't know, man. There's so many questions. Like, yeah. why wasn't an album? That's my yeah. biggest question. Why was it an album? Yeah. And then, why not a project a mixtape something why an album yeah and then too you gotta remember he do got a new deal he got some type yeah. of crazy deal which i'm guessing he ain't going nowhere and he probably could do whatever he want because anybody else can't just you know turn in the album that that day and drop that night <laughs> so whatever type of deal he have he probably can do shit like that now he he yeah. probably could just put anything. He probably he can put a dance album together and just put it out that night. And I wonder he probably don't even have a limit of albums in this you know contract that he have mm-hmm. to you know abide by. I, I want I'm guess because people are saying it's the biggest contract in history. So I wonder. It's huge. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like you know unlimited albums where he could just put out anything. He could put the album out tomorrow and, you know, and that's, it is what it is type thing. So I wonder if I that, mean, that has something to do with it too. I mean, when you're at Drake status, you can already kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, no, nobody, same with Kanye. Yeah. Def Jam can't do shit to Kanye. Like he going to drop what he wants to drop when he wants to drop it. Yeah. And they can't do anything about it. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. So, but I will say this because what's interesting is that it seems like Beyonce and Drake switched album rollouts. Yeah. Because Beyonce was traditionally the one ever since its self-titled album. She the was just dropped drop. unannounced. Yep. yep. And Drake was the one who would have the rollout. Last album, not even a year ago, he had billboards in every major city mm-hmm. promoting it. He had viral videos going out. He had a whole campaign. He was on ESPN, yeah. like a whole marketing campaign behind his last album. Mm-hmm. And this one, out of nowhere, even the label didn't know, surprise drop. Yeah. Now we got Beyonce doing the traditional album rollout, a month selling merch, selling physicals already, yeah, and d- dropping a single. Mm-hmm. A month before the album comes out. Yeah. So she's doing the traditional way all of a sudden, and Drake is doing the Beyonce way. So it's all confusing, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So like, do, so do you think Drake Drake the way he dropped this out? Do you think this was just straight up rushed? I don't know. I, that's the thing. I don't. I have no idea. Because I he's have a, no idea. He's a good. He's an excellent executor he, you know he know mm-hmm. how to plan shit and you know he kind of uh, i ain't gonna lie he like 10 steps ahead when he whenever he do something it was yeah. only a few times where it kind of you know took him off track but for the most part he usually ahead of the game but um i don't know like now it just seemed like it was super rushed 
Because this ain't the first time Drake said, hey, I got an album coming out Friday or something like that. He did that before. But the way this happened, we found out the same day. <laughs> and this was after Beyonce announced uh, her, because uh, I think an album was announced from Beyonce, the, the title. And then, uh, you know, they say the single dropping, um, I guess, next week or whatever the case may be. But um, it seemed like after that, that's when, you know, <laughs> this. I think it was, was it this? It might have been the same day or at least a day after. Because it, because I remember people going crazy saying, damn, Beyonce dropping, Drake dropping. And for some reason, people was talking about Serena Williams, too. <laughs> so everybody was like, damn, we get all three of them in the same, you know, in the same week. I, I think it's Serena Williams returning back to tennis. The women there. People excited about that? I guess yeah, they, all somebody tweeted or said something about all three of them <laughs> in one week. So I'm thinking like, damn, what happened with Serena? I thought something happened, but I was just like, oh, she just returning to the women after a year. <laughs> That's like getting excited for Jordan on the Wizards. Yeah, I was. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, have y'all seen Serena lately? Yeah, I understand why people were so excited. I was just, you know, I didn't think that'd be uh, trending, but whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it seemed like Drake kind of rushed this out pretty quick. And like I said earlier, I don't know if it's, you know, a certain type of deal he have now where he he allowed to just record something that night and put it out. And, um, you know, I know he probably had that type of power before, but even with Kanye, uh, <laughs> they kind of draw the line a little bit with him where they say, nah, we you got to release this on Friday type thing. They, mm -hmm. they kind of got a little, hey, buddy, just, you know, you can't just drop whenever you want type thing. They kind of said a little something, said a little line in the sand, but I wonder if this new deal with Drake allow him to continue to do shit like that, just drop whenever he wants. And yeah, well, I mean, I, like I said, I think he could do, he, Drake can do whatever he wants, yeah. like period. Like he, he could always drop, like he dropped, if you're reading this, it's too late. I think in under the same circumstances, yeah. um, to be fair, that wasn't an album. But still, it was something that caught everybody by surprise. So Drake could do whatever he wants. I will say the album sounded rushed to me, um, just in terms of the vocals. The mixing was just it, it didn't seem it, it didn't sound clean to me. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't have the catchy singles that Drake is usually known for on his projects. Like, but then again, you got to factor in he did drop a video like the day after the album came out. I think it was for Falling Back. Yeah, which is I think is the worst song on the album. Yeah. But he he could have uh, he could so, but see he could he could have have that song already. That could have just been yeah. one of the Lucys or whatever, and maybe he he had a couple more songs that was on that album. You know, around and he said, "Fuck it, let me let's get some more songs like this and put them all together or something." I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. Like we yeah. we just don't know. All we can do is speculate. But it, it, until he comes out on an interview or whatever and explains himself for this album, uh, we just don't know, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's too much to be a coincidence that two of the biggest artists of our time just dropped some dance music out of nowhere. So yeah, I wonder. I, don't know. I wonder if it's possible that he could have had this in the tuck already, and Beyonce just so happened to come out with a dance song 
that kind of stepped on his whole little rollout or uh, future rollout. So he said, fuck it, let me just put this shit out now because it ain't about to be better than mine anyway. So or or I ain't about to be better than hers. So let me just throw this out <laughs> before <laughs> and try to get rack the numbers up, I guess. <laughs> it is possible. Or maybe he thought that if he dropped this album after Beyonce dropped the dance single. And I don't know how the album gonna sound. Like I, I doubt yeah. it's gonna be a whole dance album, but who the fuck knows? Yeah. <laughs> but um maybe he thought that if he waited, people would accuse him of biting Beyonce. Yeah. So he he felt like he had to drop first. Yeah. Maybe, That's, maybe yeah. Beyonce is sharking Drake. Yeah, it could and be. Maybe yeah. he just said, Hey, I don't want people to accuse me. Because they already accused Drake of that, you know, like hopping on waves, stealing people's swag. And so, you know, the hive would be on his ass Mm -hmm. if he dropped the dance album after Beyonce dropped some dance shit. So maybe this is his preliminary strike and said, fuck it. Let me just drop it. Get it out the way. Just so nobody accuses me of biting because he's already kind of got that reputation. Yeah. And see and see like that makes sense. But the part that don't make sense is dropping the whole album. Because if that was the case, I would have dropped maybe a little two pack or a three pack or something and yeah. just throw that out there. But for the simple fact that he announced this is my seven studio album or whatever, however he worded it, I'm like, damn, that's, <laughs> you know, that's kind of crazy. So for the simple fact, he, you know, if if that was the case where she got he, she heard this one or he heard this one song from her. Or he got a tip from what she was releasing, and he just throw the whole album out there like that. That's kind of that's kind of strange. I wonder if he. I wonder if this is chess. Is 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 he doing something that we don't really know yet, and he's just trying to get ahead of it, or he just? Yeah, I don't know, man. This was this is so weird, man. Both of them it is. put put a dance song out like this. It is. Uh, I mean, it, it's possible we're overthinking it too. Yeah, it's possible. This is just what Drake is on. It's what Beyonce's on. Like, that's possible, too, man. I mean, weirder things have happened in the world. So, I mean, I don't know. We we could speculate all day. The truth is, unless until he explains himself or we get more information from the inside, we just don't know, man. We don't yeah. know what came first, chicken or the egg, Beyonce or Drake. Yeah. <laughs> like, we yeah. just don't know here. Yeah. So, so uh, how did you feel about did you react to this? Song? How do you feel about the song? No, I haven't yet. Uh, I like dog. The song is catchy. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Um, the beat's catchy. I feel like it did everything the Drake album failed to do. I mean, it was a catchy ass song. Some relatable lyrics. Now, I gotta say, you are right about Beyonce forcing shit on this song, and I low key feel like Beyonce like this was a focus group song, <laughs> like. A group of people like looked into what the kids are into now and what they're doing because there's been so many articles lately about how this generation is quitting their jobs. This generation is just leaving on the job. They're not. We have unemployment. We have an employment crisis because this generation doesn't want to work these bad jobs. They want higher pay. They don't want to be overworked and they just walk out of their job. (laughs) And Beyonce's like, mm, let me make a song about that. Yeah. Because you, dog, how could Beyonce talk about a nine to five? Yes. Okay. When's the last time Beyonce been around regular people? 
Yeah. Let's let's be real with a regular job. And, she, and yeah, and you know, we all know she probably never had a nine to five job before because she was no, in the game. She's been a singer her whole life, man. Yeah. She ain't never work at fucking Wendy's. So, <laughs> so like, yeah. to this, I feel like they, because Beyonce needs a song like this. Let's be honest. Yeah. She had been that everything is love shit was a flop in my eyes because nobody yeah. wanted to hear about their rich happy lovey dovey fucking marriage man yeah we, like people pe- are struggling out yeah. here yeah and not the and two people people i mean we messy man we want to hear mm-hmm. mary j blige going through a breakup yeah we want to hear eminem on drugs we want to we, we want to hear <laughs> we want to hear nobody in a good place like like we don't like that we don't like people getting skinny we don't yep. like none of that man so yeah we're a little messy so that that song even though you know i liked a few songs on there but it just didn't hit man it wasn't that wasn't it yeah no it really wasn't man <laughs> and that tour the tours they were doing together it was just eh, nobody wanted to see it man like i'm sure beyonce stands did but oh, everybody 100%. else like no yeah. but this is a song like anybody can relate to like in a regular world yeah pretty much you know so it was smart to put it out um i think beyonce should stop rapping on songs that is my <laughs> personal take i don't think she sounds she's like the anti-drake yeah i feel like drake should stop singing as much <laughs> and beyonce just stop just stop rapping yeah. she always sounds like she's forcing it and you could tell she's just not a rapper she don't got she don't talk like that in real life <laughs> <laughs> and you can just tell when somebody's faking it man so I think she should stop rapping. It's always kind of a cringeworthy moment when she's doing that. I'm outside and we, we back outside. outside. Shit. We back outside. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit, that shit's corny, man. Um, but yeah, it was smart to put it out. And, and I think it's a decent song for what it is. Like, like you, I won't be adding it to a playlist or going back to it. But I can imagine if it plays at a spot I'm at, I'll be nodding my head to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a catchy ass song, man. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean the song is fine. The song is fine for what it is. Um, I think it's the type of song she needed at this point. Yeah. So yeah, man, I think we both agree it's a qualified song for Beyonce. We can go qualified. ahead and qualify this nation. Yeah. So so I got another question that kind of led to another conversation about these dance these dance new dance songs. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is good for um clubs? Like just not just dance clubs, but clubs, period, because I seen the DJ. I can't remember what DJ it was, but they um, I, I seen them tweet out saying how they're kind of happy. These dance songs are coming back because that 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 had more people in the club dancing like back in the day. Do you feel like that's true? I, I feel like I feel like we won't ever get that back again. I feel like. The whole, you know, the dance club vibes from the early, the, from the eighties, nineties. I feel like that won't ever come back. I feel like this song will play, and um, unless you you're actually in the diverse dance club, I just don't see. Uh, I don't see this being in fucking Carrington's or some shit, and it's gonna get the people on the dance floor dancing. I just feel like people still gonna sit around and be on their phones. I don't think it's going to change anything. I don't feel like it's going to bring positivity in music. I think this is just a, a something that I play and people still going to be doing the same shit they've been doing. 
I mean, I think you're right. And if you want to talk conspiracies, I do think this might be part of a grander conspiracy to get people back in clubs and get people back outside. Because, look, and it's, the funny thing is, dog, COVID is still crazy out here, man. It is. I just one of my friends just caught it and one of my friends parents just caught it. Damn. So, like, niggas I know still catching COVID, dog. Like, it ain't yeah. gone nowhere. Yeah. And but now the mentality is we need to go back outside. Stop staying cooped up in the house. Stop, go get, outside, get back spend in there. some money. Now you got to go back to your job. You know, a lot of jobs are dropping their work from home policies. New York is getting hit hard with this shit. They're begging people to get back to work. Mm-hmm. And like the, the 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 jig is being exposed, man. <laughs> They're trying to say, hey, COVID's not going anywhere. Get your ass back in the club and spend money here. Get yep. your ass back on a fucking subway. Get your ass back on the bus. Get your ass back in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You got to go back outside now, man. Stop saying it ain't cool to be cooped up in the house no more. Yeah. And I think these songs are playing into that, man. Like you can't to really get the feeling of this song. You got to be around other people. Yeah. You can't just be around yourself. So mm-hmm. like I definitely think it could be a, a a a plot to get people get the clubs packed. And I have heard DJs are happy about it because they have been complaining for a while about how all these new songs are so slow. People don't dance no more. And but to your point, this ain't gonna make niggas dance. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) them days are over. I haven't. Well, I I was not a dancer whatsoever. But I I didn't hear this song and say, "Ooh, I got to go to a club and dance." Yeah. And look, this ain't about to be the early '90s where where dance music was hot. And mm-hmm. we ain't about to be on the dance floor having a good time and sweating. This ain't look that that's that shit is over, man. Like people from the, first of all, people that was in the club scenes in the nineties, they're old now. <laughs> they ain't trying to be on the dance floor like that. Like it's nineteen ninety one. Two, me, we, uh, people our age, damn sure ain't about to do that. We kind of getting up there too. And we ain't trying to do that. And plus, that was a little before our time. We wasn't in the club when that shit was hot. And even, look, man, they can even bring back the whole snap music. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we're a little too old for that shit, man. (laughs) And I don't think these kids, these kids, they'll do some TikTok dances. But they ain't about to be in the club twerking and um, twerking on each other and all that shit. That, those 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 days are over, man. I, I I would be shocked if a club scene would get be looking like that fucking scene and white white chicks or some shit. Mm-hmm. I I doubt that that's ever going to happen again, or at least not anytime soon. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Um, now I, I women do still dance and twerk on each other when they go to the club. That, that's different, for the, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know it is, it is. It is. They do that for the gram and they yeah. do that to each other only. But it's not is the glory days of you going solo to a club or you and your niggas going to a club and picking up. Yeah. And dancing on random women just yes. pressing up when they twerking and it's cool. Yes. And you grab the hips. Yes. And you really get it. Them days are over, <laughs> And dog, then they okay? hold you back like this. <laughs> <laughs> Those it, those were beautiful it, days, yeah. and I will cherish them for the rest of my life. But those days are over. Yeah, too many phones, too many phones out. Yeah, too, you don't want to risk women, shit. Women man. gonna call you weird. 
Yep. They're going to call you no, a creep. Dog, you'll you get weird. exposed. Somebody yes. put, look at this creep fucking grabbing. They, yes. This is rape. Yeah. Shit like that. <laughs> fucking put your ass on blast. No, no, yeah. I'm not risking that shit ever, dog. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Them I did, days are over. Yes. I Like, I actually seen women in the club where they kind of just standing around. And then I could see them saying, hey, get this video of me. And then they dance. They jump on the couch yeah. and do something. All right, yep. cool. This is this cool. Yep. All right, go cool. right back and yep. go back yep. right back to normal. So yep. if you was watching a Instagram or Snap, you'd be like, "Damn, man, they're having a good time." Yep. But no, that was only 15 seconds for the gram. Yep. <laughs> so it's, it's not like they in there all night just dancing and twerking. Yep. Like, nah, you you better off getting that in the, in a the little intimate house party. <laughs> yeah, but, but you nah, not in no club, man. I, damn, I yeah. miss them days, man. Me too, me too. But look, every like, at least we had them, dog. This new yes. generation ain't got shit, okay? Yes, I, at I, least we experienced it yeah. at its peak. I, I wish, man, look, I'm not into the NFTs and all that shit, but I wish we could get an NFT of those days where you could just go back <laughs> and, and relive them days. Because yeah, we used maybe to be in the metaverse, we can go back in time. Yes, man, I don't know, man. We used to be sweating. The girls used to be sweating their hair out, they used to be yep. barefoot. <laughs> Uh, it'd be the one girl that be dancing with everybody. Where it's yeah. just like, man, like ain't nobody dancing with me yet. Let me dance with her. She danced yeah. with her. You'll be damn there standing in line waiting to get the dance from her. Yep. Let me get my turn <laughs> in. Let me get my turn in. Grab on the hips. Yep. yep. Uh, dog, I yep. remember, man. It yep. was beautiful. Yeah, they used to be dancing. All you gotta do is just come around just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they worst start, worst <laughs> thing happened, they they leave and it's like oh, no big deal. They don't fucking get in your face about it. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> the worst thing. I mean, that rejection hurts, but it's that not hurt, like yeah. what it would be now. Yeah. No, know? the worst thing is when she danced with all your uh your guys, all your partners, and then yeah. when you get to you, she turned around like, oh hell yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. It's just like and oh. just walk away. And they, like, yeah, your, your homeboys be like, oh damn, yeah. man, why she yeah. had to do you like that? It's just like, oh shit, fuck. <laughs> but at the at least that was just a moment that you could easily get over. Yeah. You and wouldn't nobody talk recorded it. Yeah. Like <laughs> nobody bring it up. Like after the night is over, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like you'll be lucky to get that girl number. <laughs> so damn, yeah. that was the glory days, man. <laughs> it really was, man. But no, them days are not coming back. Yeah. Um, I know everybody's nostalgic for this shit. This is a very nostalgic song. Yeah, it literally sounds like something ripped from 1993. Yes, but um, yeah, it's not gonna bring back them days, man. The days yeah. of dancing in the club, the days of doing that type shit is over. Um, I, that's not gonna yeah. change the clout chasing ways of people on the gram now. So yeah, yeah. I, I wish, man, I wish somebody, I, I wish I can do it where I could just throw a party like that and everybody relive them days. But ain't nobody gonna do it. Ain't nobody no. gonna ain't nobody gonna do all that. Everybody dress up like it's two thousand, but ain't nobody gonna have those parties like we used to have them. What you should do if we really funny experiment, um, have a, a party, but everybody got to put their phones in the bag when they yeah. come in. So you can't <laughs> be on your phone yeah. when you at the party. I yeah. bet you like nobody would come. I know. <laughs> Man, niggas be damn near getting ready to turn around from the damn comedy show. The comedy show, oh, they taking, oh, you gotta put your phone in it, man. I don't don't know, man. That's crazy. (laughs) Niggas be ready to cancel those damn tickets. (laughs) Like, damn, you can't sit in a comedy show for an hour? (laughs) 
No, because it's important that everybody knows they were there to see Dave Chappelle, okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's the most important thing. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that that'll be the only way, but it's not gonna happen. People too yeah. attached to their damn phones. Yeah. And yeah, shit it, ain't gonna change. It gotta be people like in our age range where, you know, fuck it. Let me just put the phone up for like two or three hours. And even if you wanted to get pictures and all that shit, we can set up a a, a thing where we got the we got the throwaway cameras, we got the fucking um, yeah, we got the little camcorder and all that shit where we at least can take pictures and all that shit because that be mm-hmm. people excuses too. Like I want to get pictures and all this other stuff, but we got to relive it just like the two thousands, man. We couldn't just we couldn't just up a phone and record in HD. We had to have the fucking digital camera and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, no, nah, it, it was harder back in the day, man. But yeah, them, those were the glory days, man. But yeah, them yeah. shits ain't coming back, dog. Yeah, it rest, is, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace, the club era. Rest in peace, early 2000s, snap music. Yeah. Niggas what, pranking the Soldier Boy. Yeah, what about the yeah. club? What about the club names from back in the day? It's like it's shit like Club Earth. <laughs> you got the Metropolis. Oh, yeah. You got uh, <laughs> yeah, you you got club whatever, like even those names back in the day was like straight up two thousands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> club, yeah, I don't know what clubs are called now. Club man. Crunk, and <laughs> it'd be some shit. Uh, Velvet Club Velvet Room or some shit. Yep. So you ain't even got those now. <laughs> it, now oh, the man. new places now be damn near restaurants. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to the Taste Board um, Kitchen. <laughs> Or let's yeah, it, it'd be some shit like that. It ain't the same now. Yeah, it's not, man. It's all a scam just to get oh, get bottle service here, pay two thousand dollars. That's fucking the, sit in this section. Yes, that's the other thing. You can't like half the times you can't even just go just to go, like to relax. You got to get a section. You got to pay yeah. like three or four hundred dollars for a section. Mm-hmm. It's just like damn, man. Like remember those days you just pay your ten dollars. And half the time you ain't even had that. So you had to have a homeboy yep. get you in. And all you got to do is just get in and hit the dance floor. Now yeah, it's like, I used to go to the club and the bar like broke as fuck, man. I could get like maybe one drink and that was it. Sometimes yeah. my homies would get me. Sometimes <laughs> I just got to thug it out, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't do that shit no more. Yeah. You got to come with some money. Have you ever been in the situation where you got there and couldn't get in? And so it's like, damn, um... Like a nigga got to sit in the car now. <laughs> or <laughs> I don't think I've ever went to anywhere I couldn't get in. But usually I knew. And back then it was mainly just the fucking sneakers that were the problem. Mm. So I would carry like a pair of dress shoes just in case we're on that type of bullshit. Now I don't Damn. think anybody does it. Damn, you was anymore. on point, man. We used, to, we used to try to go to places where they um try to get in with a fake ID or shit like that. And sometimes yeah. it'd be one person like, nah, you can't get in. And it's like, oh fuck, like we all the way in fucking Akron. And so yeah. we'd be like, all right, we about to we about to go in for a little bit. We'll be back out. We ain't gonna stay long. Be in that bitch all night. <laughs> and the nigga be in the car sleeping shit, pissed because he Damn. can't get in. Man, those man, no, those that's, uh, yeah. that's yeah, I, that's never happened to me, dog. <laughs> I, I would fucking I, I would find some way to leave it. I'm not gonna stay in a, a car while my nigga's having fun in a club. <laughs> Man. Like I would, I would call somebody <laughs> to pick me up or something. I'm not gonna yeah. sit in a car mad. That's yeah. wild, man. That's crazy. Yeah, this is like 07, 08. 
So That's it's wild. like it's like fuck. Like ain't nobody like first of all, ain't nobody had a car but like one or two people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, you all the way in Akron, which is like forty minutes away. And you just got thug it out in the car, man. <laughs> and, that's wild. And, and even that's like you, you ain't even have a phone like this where you could just get on Instagram or some shit. Mm-hmm. You be in there text, trying to text a bitch, trying to see what she doing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> trying to set up a couple missions. <laughs> that slow ass fucking type one three times to say, hey, yeah. hey. Yes. Like, yeah. Slow ass yeah. texting. You got hit two, like three times. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, kids kids don't know how easy they have it now, man. You, mm. you could speak into the phone and have this shit type it out for you. We had yes. to thug it out with that fucking Ooh. number pad shit. Yeah. And I knew dog, I knew women who were super quick with that shit, man. Yes. I never knew how they got so good at it. Yes. I knew women who could type as fast as you can on a regular iPod today or iPhone today with that fucking old style texting <laughs> with the one, two, three and an ABC on the one and a yeah. <laughs> all that shit is wild. Yeah. But we got way the fuck off track. I, man. What I fuck know, we, man. we going down memory lane, man. We're yeah, talking about nah, we really- <laughs> millennial 2000 shit. <laughs> this, this shit, this is a perfect transition to the verses because that was damn near the millennial tour. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that. I got one more quick album review because I did listen to the new Lupe Fiasco album. Uh, um, no, he came out. Now, I, yeah, he just dropped something. It's called Drill Music in Zion. Mm. Um, I was a little worried about it because I saw he was on um, T9 Text. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah. It back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was worried because I heard he was on um, uh, Hot 97. I think it's Hot 97 with Ebro and them. Yeah, or is that hot ninety five? That's, what, that's hot ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ebro Paul Rosenberg didn't show up, and he was clowning on Rosenberg because he had smoke for him or whatever. <laughs> but um, so he said he made this album in three days, mm. like from concept to finishing it. Damn. So I was like, uh oh, this is gonna be one of them weird bullshit Lupe albums <laughs> with the weird beats on it. But I listened to the album, man, and it's actually really good. Damn, okay. Um, the production is really solid. Um, lyrically, you know Lupe gonna kill it lyrically. You already know that about him. Yeah. But like the beats are really cool, man. It's like some jazz infused hip hop shit. Mm. Like some good beats and some good production on it. Um, I recommend it, man. If you're a Lupe fan, I don't know if it's gonna convert you if you never heard of him or don't like him. But I mean, if you just want some nice sounding, relaxing. Dope beats, dope rhymes. Listen to this weekend. I highly recommend you check out this new Lupe Fiasco album. It's called Drill Music in Zion, mm. and I would have to say it's qualified, man. Okay, okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. The drill music, like the drill music title kind of scared me a little bit because it's like, yeah, oh, what the fuck is he trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it has a theme of him kind of criticizing. There's a couple songs he talks about how um because you know he's from chicago yeah and he kind of has been vocal about how drill music has gotten the whole scene fucked up over there now mm-hmm. and he's lamenting over the fact that you know people are really killing each other over these rhymes and shit and he, he talks about that and goes in deep about it but yeah. um yeah, it's not him over drill beats so don't <laughs> worry about that <laughs> but yeah t- yeah tab definitely check out the lupe album man i think you'll like it i think yeah. you'll like it a lot um so yeah y'all check it out man make sure you uh give some real hip-hop a chance you know oh yeah Yeah. hip-hop's dead that's right rap is dead we're on the house music yeah so 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, some some other new releases. I listened to a little bit of the new Chris Brown album. <laughs> yeah, I saw he dropped. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's not, I only got through three songs. It sounds like a Chris Brown album, man. <laughs> Uh, the production sound good so far. So if you're a Chris Brown fan, maybe we need to hit up Jasmine or um, Jules yeah. and get their reaction to it. But you, Don, you know how they gonna feel. I know. Okay, you yeah. already know. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the worst review they have for a Chris Brown album? It's just great. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't think of anything a, they would say bad. It's a good album. It's a good album. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not better than this one, but it's a good album. <laughs> Don, what's really funny? Is people getting attacked for working with Chris Brown or standing <laughs> Chris Brown still? I saw Normani got a song with Chris Brown and she all up in the video too. And people were having to break down. And <laughs> when the video got tweeted out, <laughs> duh, people were losing their minds. I know people still hate I know people still hate Chris Brown like that. Nah, yeah, they Damn. do. Damn. They do. Armani fans were really upset about it. They were like, please delete this. Please delete, take yourself <laughs> off the song. Yeah. yeah. No, Twitter Twitter is bad about it, man. I Like, in a real world, yeah, yeah. people still love Chris Brown. Same <laughs> with R. Kelly. He, yeah. He, but, no, yeah. He, the, he, the, he R. Kelly for real, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, I think, I think he's even, I don't want to say worse, but like. More polarizing. Not even that, because. Like the industry abandoned R. Kelly. Yeah. And the industry, a lot of the industry still fucks with Chris Brown. Yeah. No, no, I don't think anybody has said fuck Chris Brown, like no, who's that, really relevant yeah. in the industry. Yeah. Drake worked with him. Rihanna worked with him after he beat her ass. Yeah. Like these all these female artists have worked with him. Ella May. Like yeah. big, everybody still fuck with Chris see, Brown. Yeah, it's crazy. I, yeah, I, I I haven't seen a celebrity out and about that said, "Nah, I'm cool on Chris Brown for what he did." <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's wild. Do you think you could compare it to early? I I want to say early, early R. Kelly, but maybe early two thousands R. Kelly. Yes, like hundred percent, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I was a little younger then, and obviously it wasn't no internet and all that stuff. But um, I felt like nobody was like, "Hey, cancel R. Kelly," outside, or at least not people in the industry, because he was still the hottest R and B artist out there. He was writing a lot mm-hmm. of music and making a lot of money. So you know, shit, Jay Z did a whole album with him or two. <laughs> Yeah. So he he was still out here producing um and making music. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely that. I mean, with the R. Kelly thing, people have been known. Yeah. The case done happened, the video we was see, out there. Yeah, we seen Everybody the video. knew about this shit with the Leah. They knew about the allegations, and Lady Gaga still worked with them. Yeah, and that was Did a recent. Song. <laughs> yeah, that was fairly recent. Yeah. Did a performance on SNL and everything with the nigga. Yeah, I was in radio <laughs> when that yeah. song came out. <laughs> and then when the surviving R. Kelly documentary came out, suddenly it yeah. was nobody wanted to be, be yeah. associated. She had the song taken down and shit. Like it's too late now. Yeah. But okay. Like so you made some, all when, you made your money off of him. <laughs> I think when somebody makes the Chris Brown documentary. 
it, it might get some run to where people are like, okay, hold yeah. up. But yeah. until that seeing is believing for people and people forget we have a short term, even though with the internet, you think things would be forever. Yeah. People have a short memory on the internet. Yeah. And I think, so, I think Chris Brown is way too powerful and, and, and uh, valuable right now. Because yeah. let's say somebody, let's say it was two women that tried to come out with a documentary or something. He'd get that shut down immediately. Yeah, his, his fans would attack them endlessly. Yeah, there's it, no way he could do that. But like I told, I told Jasmine this um, on this podcast. It's gonna be a time where you know he might not be the hottest <laughs> R&B artist anymore. Where you know the music ain't hitting. You know, he's in a rough pl- place because only a few people last a long time. Like, it's not a lot of Beyonce's. It's not a lot of Jay-Z's. If it get to a point where his music don't hit anymore, people going to be like, I, ain't, I don't need to work with him. And mm-hmm. that's when the documentary is going to come out. Mm-hmm. And and then that that's that's easy money for people to say, I, I, ain't, nah, I ain't making no songs with him. And, oh, he did this. He did that to this woman. And, you know, it, it'd be easy for artists to say, nah, take me off of that Chris Brown song. And that's when the cancellation stuff would happen. But right now, man, he he's still putting out good music. He's, you know, he, he's doing a lot right now and making a lot of money. So there's no way in hell they going <laughs> to try that. Yeah, no, nah, he's good now. He, look, he's 33 years old, man. He's still. Damn, young. that's it. He's 33. I thought he was older, too. Damn, he's 33 years I, old. Man. Yeah. Damn. We're the same age. <laughs> yeah. I thought he's he was two years younger that. than me. Damn. So I would say he's got about seven more years. Once yeah. he hit 40, the documentaries are going to start yeah. rolling. Yeah, because, because it, even look at this, man, because he still make the same type of music. Eventually, people are gonna get a little bored with that. I'm surprised you ain't gonna be a sex symbol forever. That's the yeah, thing. Women I'm, still love him. Yeah, but. I'm surprised people not that uh, not really bored with him now, because he been doing the same shit since he was 16, 17. But um, yeah, it's gonna get to a point where he gonna be stuck in a hard place. Where what type of music can I make? And my fans are not the same fans anymore. They they kind of moved yeah. on a little bit. So um, it's going to get to that point where his music ain't going to be hitting anymore and you're going to be trying something different that ain't going to work. And it's not like this little innocent, not innocent, but this ain't the young Chris Brown no more because that's the same thing with R. Kelly. All the women love R. Kelly. He was walking around with his shirt off and all that shit. Once he got older, man, a lot of people dipped. (laughs) It was only a few of the, you know, the R. Kelly stands, but a lot of people... But they was cool. They moved on, so that's what that's what kind of fucked him up too. Where he wasn't making no money. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I think he got until about forty years old when he started falling off. When he started looking a little older in the face. Yeah. When his fans ain't got their own kids and lives, and they ain't on online. When they, when they married 24/7. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's gonna have some trouble, man. Yeah. So. But he's good now. Everybody still fuck with him. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I'm sure his uh, his album was well-received by his fans because all of them are. Yeah. Um, Anything else released this week? I think that about does it for the new releases. Yeah. I so, 
We can go ahead and get into this. Uh, oh, something dropped. I wanted to say, but I can't fucking remember. Uh, anyway, who cares? Uh, um, I think it let's was. Talk about, yeah, uh, Chris Brown dropped. Um, French Montana, Harry Fraud dropped. Okay. Uh, Louis Ray. I don't know if you hit the Louis Ray. I think he's a Detroit nah. rapper. He dropped something. Um, I don't know if you hit the Giveon R&B artist. Yeah, yeah, I know Giveon. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Eminem coming out with the curtain call too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know you excited boy. about that one. <laughs> Wait, like more greatest hits? Nah, I think, the, I think this curtain call too. I think it's a uh, or a sequel, I guess. But the curtain call one was, was a compilation album. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, so he's doing like another compilation album of hits he's had since then because there ain't I, been too too many. I yeah, I ain't listen to curtain call one. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I was no, off the bandwagon at that point. Yeah, no, that that was just uh, a compilation album of his uh, old hits. So I guess okay. he's doing another compilation with some of the newer hits he got. I don't know, but <laughs> all right, good for him. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's talk about this damn verses, man. Yeah. Um, it was Mario and Omarion. Um, I forgot this was even announced. Yeah. And then I saw people talking about it online. I'm like, oh, I guess it's going down. Uh, I did not watch it. Um, I did see some clips, and from the clips I saw, I think it's about time to end versus. <laughs> You've been um, saying that for like now, two months, man. Dog, like <laughs> I, I've never seen a display of coonery like this. From some of these clips, dog. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing, dog? This is worse than like the Source Awards, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah. What What are we doing out here, dog? <laughs> like, I, I seen these niggas singing to watermelon. They took watermelon out and were singing to it while eating a watermelon. Man, dog. <laughs> I, I thought next they was gonna bring. <laughs> Do some blackface or some shit, and, and bring some I, fried chicken some, out. Maybe eat some fried chicken next. <laughs> <laughs> do that. Uh, do the Popeyes song. Remember, remember that yeah. fucking commercial uh, with the nigga singing with a bucket of chicken in his hand. <laughs> I got Popeyes. Have you seen <laughs> oh, that yeah, shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Baby, I got. <laughs> I thought I thought we was in for a, a Popeye song at, at some point, man. That was fucking recent, man. That wasn't even like it Dog, was that was like two years ago, that was man. Like a year ago. I swear I felt like I heard that last night, man. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> man. Dog, that was the most shameful shit I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> singing about Popeyes. <laughs> and yeah, I thought that's the type of time they were going to be on to that fucking watermelon. Hey, man, said, Popeye, it's crazy because the way they market Popeyes, they market it like it's black owned and shit they got the i know they got the uh the older black woman like she the face of it yeah and you would think like for the longest i was like let me go to popeyes because you know that's you know black and that type of thing popeyes is not black owned man yes <laughs> they market it like it's that fucking syrup with the with the older black lady on the syrup 
Mm-hmm. I, Aunt I, Jemima. Yeah. yeah. Man, that is crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. And Popeyes don't taste like no, like, if you really think about it, it don't taste like black food. No, it's, like, it's not. Go, the mac go and to cheese. Any place. Black and yeah. cheese ain't black. The, the black the the rice and beans don't taste like right white no. uh, black people rice and beans. <laughs> the chicken don't taste like black people fried chicken. Like it don't taste like black food, dog. No, no. So we associate that yeah. with blackness somehow. It's crazy. Yeah. They, they don't pull the rug over us, man. Yes. Really? Yes. We've been bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray <laughs> by this marketing campaign. Yeah. Same thing with McDonald's. Like McDonald's has become synonymous with black food, dog. The, all the commercials about McDonald's are black. Yes, <laughs> and, they only, and they only get rappers the the uh, the fucking yeah. meals now, man. <laughs> they had Bad Bunny was the only yes. non-black rapper they and had, that's, and that's still, and that's still a minority. They yeah. trying to reach out to the Hispanics. <laughs> I felt like somebody just a light bulb just hit over their head. Ooh, we could get all the black people. If I start getting all the rappers, let's get every rap. Let's get Sweetie. Let's get Travis Scott. Yeah. I'm like, what? That- no, nah, McDonald's <laughs> McDonald's has been marketing to black people since like the 70s, dog. Yes. Like this has been going on for a long time. I was watching this movie called Black Bell Jones with uh, uh, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly was a black guy from Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Mm. And he had this big ass afro. And he was his own little... Uh, a uh, fucking action star and he had his my mom loved him back in the day and there's a scene where he's talking to the bad guy on the phone and he got like the whole hood behind him and he tells the whole people everybody behind him hey, hey let's go get mcdonald's and everybody's like yeah the crowd goes crazy behind him and like it's mcdonald's dog they oh McDonald's been marketing to black people since for, since like the 70s man so yeah, yeah this has been a thing with them but yeah, all, all the McDonald raps, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's not no black and, food either, man. Yeah, but it's and, crazy. And and the thing is, it's not even just McDonald's now. Everybody catching up Burger King. Hey, let's get Nelly. And yeah, uh, and before that, Mary J. Blige. Let's have her sing about a chicken sandwich. Yeah, let, let's drop a Wendy's mixtape. Yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Yes, and we don't even hear about fucking um no no rock music or dance music for McDonald's mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's all strictly urban music, hip hop and R and B. Papa said, hey, let's get, hey, Papa said, hey, let's get Meg the Stallion. Let's get her hottie sauce. And, and, and look, <laughs> and, and let, let me and let me be clear, man. Shout out to the rappers that's getting getting the money. Look, I'm not mad if if they come to us talking about a gems and juice meal or some shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> we gonna be in. I ain't about to turn yeah. it down. But why why y'all ain't marketing to fucking um uh, Miley Cyrus or some shit? <laughs> why ain't Harry Styles got a, a yes. fucking burger? <laughs> yes, why for, for a meal. Yes, why Jonas you ain't hear nothing about the Jonas brothers. <laughs> Billy Eilish. Yes. Billy Eilish got She'd like a perfect. Nike line, but she ain't got no fucking McDonald's meal or she, a Popeye's meal. She'd be perfect for a fucking happy meal, man. Everybody mm-hmm. go going to grab that shit. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, it's on it's only the Negro shit, man. Yeah, it's only no black Dua people. Lipa. <laughs> yeah. No Dua Lipa got no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Tab asked, didn't ODB get arrested at McDonald's? 
Um, probably, but he got arrested a lot of places. So <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. And I think but, uh R. Kelly, that was his favorite spot too. He used to eat yeah. out of McDonald's right by school. <laughs> Michael Jordan, too. I read, I forgot who said it. I want to say uh the co-writer for Chappelle's show, what's his name? Brendan something, I forget his fucking name, is a white guy. And I want to say he he said something about this, but apparently back in the day, uh Michael Jordan only ate McDonald's. Damn. Because I guess he had he had a deal with McDonald's. He did have an endorsement, yeah. And he thought that was the only food he was allowed to eat. <laughs> kind of like how when you when you with Nike, you can only wear Nike. Yeah. Like you, you can't wear nothing or, else. Yeah. Um, I think he thought he could only eat McDonald's. So he used to meet eat McDonald's every single day. Damn. And it's like, dog, how and this is the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. Playing at the highest level. Yeah. Eat McDonald's every single day, man. <laughs> that shit wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holly Rachel worshiper says Jack Harlow has a KFC culture appropriation meal. Yeah, um, yeah, he probably does. I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if Jack Harlow like volunteered himself to have a fucking Popeyes meal yeah. or some shit. It would be KFC, not Popeyes. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to get no, something he like got, that. Yeah, yeah, KFC. He do got KFC something, and then plus he oh from, he does yeah, and he from Kentucky. So I kind of I kind of understood that. Because it was a, a Kentucky con- connection, but it didn't. It still didn't go over good. People was kind of pissed about that, and I, I really, it, yeah. And I think people, um, I think he came out sometime recently saying how he he loved black women. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I did see that. I don't even know no, where that came from. Because <laughs> he's allegedly dating Lori Harvey. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about all that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andre Eagle says Mike was dropping sixty on niggas and he was eating the McRib. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> like niggas these days got a whole diet plan. Yeah. Only eat certain amount. This fool was going to get a whop or fucking uh, <laughs> a quarter this, pounder this, with cheese. Yeah, this nigga balling on a Happy Meal and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And a, a fucking big size fry, man. That's wild, yeah. wild. But uh, Jack Harlow for Cracker Barrel, that would be that would be two on the nose, but that would yeah, be hilarious. Yeah, he might fuck around the uh, Cracker Barrel. He might get canceled for Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might want to stay uh, away from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would be mad about Jack Harlow at KFC, though. I mean, that's already considered like the white people chicken spot. Yeah, and plus, so, he, and, and plus he from Kentucky, though. He's yeah, from Kentucky, it, so it it's kind of yeah, yeah. But um, I don't, I, I guess, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I guess p- people kind of associate KFC with black t- or chicken in general. I, I think it's just chicken <laughs> we, in we general, got, man. We got, we got the copyright and trademark uh, fried chicken, fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I think that's what it is. <laughs> it look weird when white person talk about fried chicken. <laughs> That's dog. <laughs> I know a lot of comedians have touched on this already, so it's nothing new. But like, when did fried chicken become a black thing? Everybody <laughs> likes know. fried chicken. Yes, I, I don't think I've met anybody unless unless like you like a health freak or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and even them, oh, dog. Only people who don't like fried chicken are like vegetarians or vegans or some shit who yeah. don't eat meat. Period. Yeah. I don't know anybody who eat meat and don't like fried chicken. Yeah. 
like black, that's, white, Mexican, Puerto Rican. Yeah, I never met anybody who you, don't like fried chicken who likes meat. So I don't yeah. know when this became like a black thing. Yeah, man, just wild. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the Breakfast Club. Shout out to the owner Marcus. He um got some of the best fried chicken in the city, in my opinion, the best chicken and waffles. But mm-hmm. every time I go there, man, it's a bunch of white people there. Yeah, they, they yeah. So it's not like a thing where we create we 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 invented the fried chicken and we only like fried chicken and nobody else do. Like no, that's kind of a that's kind of a thing that I feel like everybody like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. I I don't get it, man. I don't get where <laughs> that became. Same thing with watermelon. I don't understand <laughs> how these things became like racially attached to black people. Yeah, I felt like there there are certain things I know only black people eat, like chitlins. Yeah, okay, that type of shit I I, I can't put on anybody but black people. Yeah, but things like watermelon, things like fried chicken. <laughs> I don't know how that became stereotypically black shit because yeah. everybody likes watermelon and fried chicken. Man, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dog, this is the most random ass podcast I think we've I ever know. had. I don't know, how did <laughs> we get here? So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a good time though, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're just talking about anything. Tab yeah. says, "Bro, my grandparents are from Kansas City and they love fried chicken." Yeah, everybody yeah. loves fried chicken, man. Yeah. Like, I don't rare, get it. rarely do you see somebody say, "Oh, fried chicken, that's nasty." Mm-hmm. Like, I understand with chitlins, I understand with shit like pig feet. Yeah, but, oxtails, stuff yeah, like that, but, frog legs. Yeah, but to be honest, even even greens, people always associate greens with, you know, just black people. There's a lot of white people that like greens. They might cook it mm. a little different, but, like, greens ain't just, you know, black folks. I, don't, I never looked at it as just, you know, we the inventors of greens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't yeah. know, but yeah, like I said, this is the most random po- episode of the podcast yeah. maybe ever. We have yeah. gotten this, way out topic several know. times. This conversation started because Omarion was fucking eating the yes, watermelon he, he on stage, watermelon, singing and to we it. We just went down a rabbit hole, but fuck it. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so let's get back to the verses, man. Like I said, I didn't watch the verses. I just saw the clips and I thought they were hilarious. I saw some Ray J clips that were funny too, uh, but. Figgy, you actually watched some of this, so I want to get your take on it. Was yeah. it as bad as it looked on it, social it, media? It was worse. <laughs> I think it was oh, worse wow. than what it looked. So the whole verses, they um this I want to say this was the first time they actually had an opener to the uh, main event. So the verses was a Marion versus Mario. And they had an opening act, <laughs> which were four other R and B artists. Which I thought it was sketchy from the beginning because don't nobody want to be considered the opening act. It, it, like artists get funny acting when it comes to a regular show, and them being the opening act to another current artist. So you know a versus is kind of macho, where you know people want their own verses. They feel like they the best. So you got some R and B artists opening up for another R and B artist in the verses. That was to me. That was already sketchy. So just imagine, you know, being a like. I feel like we got the best podcast in the world. Just imagine opening up for another podcast. Mm-hmm. We think we better than them or on the same level as. It's like what the fuck? Like that's kind of offensive a little bit, unless you a good sport. 
But um, so the opening act was Bobby Valentino and Ray J teamed up going against San- Lil Sammy. He don't like to be called Lil Sammy now. No, he's, he's Sammy now. Okay. Yeah. He Shad said, Moss. He said, yeah. And the nigga, <laughs> they're in the verses, nigga. I guess somebody called him Lil Sammy. Nigga, this big Sammy. Drop that little shit. This big Sammy. I'll, oh get, I'll get to Sammy in a minute. But um, Ray J and Bobby Valentino took on um, Sammy and Pleasure P of Pretty Ricky. So this was like straight up 2000s R&B. <laughs> you know, if you grew up in the 2000s and you love you love the R&B scene, you 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 was excited for this versus. So uh, so the the way they had it was. Somebody like uh, Bobby, Val- I think Bobby Valentino might have went first. No, you know what? It was Sammy that went first. So team Sammy went first. He played whatever song. And then the other team, Bobby Valentino, he went. And then Pleasure P went. And then uh, Ray J went. So they were all kind of taking turns. Dog, this versus last for two hours, man. This shit was two hours. And most of the time they were talking shit, man. I don't know if this was... I don't know if they were trying to um I don't know if they was dead serious. I think they was dead serious. But they were just too much smack talking. They said, Oh, who, don't nobody know that song? And here's a real R and B song. And they was just too much shit talking. Sammy might have been the most irritating person on that stage. Mm. I did not think he'd be talking that much shit, man. This this is the dude with the least amount of hits on this stage. Say what you want about Ray J. He got a lot of hits. He got a lot of songs. Bobby Valentino, he got he got a lot of songs for his career. But shit, Pleasure P, man, he got pretty Ricky. Sammy was the one talking the most shit out of all of them, man. It was so damn irritating. He was talking about how he, you know, he got these hits and can't nobody fuck with me on the R&B shit. He, it was a lot of arguing back and forth to the point I thought somebody was going to eventually fight. It it was that intense, but I, apparently everybody was cool. But Ray J, man, um, first of all, Ray J, his uh, I don't know if he could sing for real, but this dude. Uh, so one wish came up, and he started singing it, mm-hmm. and all three other other RB artists start chiming in, singing it too. So he was yeah, a little I, irritated. I saw that part. Yeah, yeah. So he was a little irritated. And uh, it was just a hot mess, man. They was arguing back and forth. Uh, Pleasure P, he was a little spicy too, man. He was sitting there calling. Now he was saying, "Hey, this is the you know I got uh, I'm, I'm the best one out here on this stage." He was saying how um, this ver- the verses they were they were currently doing. This was going. This is better than the one that's that y'all waiting on coming up next. So he was pretty much shitting on everybody, man. It it was weird, man. I think this was a bad idea from the beginning. I think they should. We all we talked about how they should just end the verses, but if they're gonna keep, continue to do this, they they do not need to do an opener verses ever again, man. Because they took way too much time. Dog, I went to bed. I didn't even see the Omarion and Mario verses. I was done. It was ten o'clock, and. Um, D, oh, by the way, D. Ray Davis, he was the host. He got lost in the sauce because all the mm. other niggas was on stage talking too much. 
So he completely lost control of the situation where they just going back and forth. Um, they talking over the uh, other people's songs. Ray J was getting pissed because Sammy kept talking during his song and hey, y'all niggas need to shut the fuck up. Blah blah. It was it was too much going on, man. And I did not expect this from some R and B niggas, man. Like at least Dipset and and Locks, they you know you kind of expect that from them because it's hip hop. They super competitive. They talk a lot of shit, but. These R&B niggas, man, I, they, I, I don't know if they just feel like they got a lot to prove or what, but it was just too much shit talking, man. I just wanted them to shut the fuck up and just perform. And um, my overall thought of this versus, because I ain't really see the other one, this versus, man, none of them niggas can't sing. <laughs> them niggas sounded awful. Bobby Valentino sound somewhat okay. But man, I don't know what 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 was going on with the mic check or what, but they sounded awful. Ray J sounded awful, and they were all trying to. They was talking about, oh, let's have let's do a sing off. Let's see who's. I'm like, no, <laughs> like no, y'all need to get the fuck off the stage. And then they got pissed because uh, apparently, I guess they start rushing them to, to hurry up because you know it was getting it was ten o'clock and them niggas still out here trying to perform their songs. And that was another bad idea because they got a lot of songs all together. And all of them, you know, obviously they weren't going to perform everything. Unless, I mean, unless it was Sammy. Sammy probably got all of his shit. But um, they was all trying to perform everything. And they they was pissed because they was kind of getting rushed off the stage. It's like, y'all not even the opening act. <laughs> like, get the fuck off the stage. Like, y'all, y'all being irritating. So, um... It was a bad versus. I, I ain't gonna lie. This might be the worst one. Mm. It it was terrible. Like it's one thing if you putting on a good show, but they weren't putting on a good show. They, um, it was doing way too much smack talking. Um, the singing didn't sound good at all. It was it was terrible, man. It it was awful. And you, we know after all of these verses, after a good verses, next morning you usually go to your streaming service and. And bump that playlist. I look. I never want to hear none of these songs ever again. Man. <laughs> this, uh, this is this is worse than the Dipset treatment because after oh, the man. after the Dipset ass whooping, like I ain't listened to Dipset in a long time. I, I listened to a couple songs, but it, it don't yeah, hit it the don't same. Hit the same. It, don't it don't hit, hit the, the same. Yeah, but this one, I'm like, man, I don't never want to hear one wish again. I don't. I don't want to hear no Bobby Valentino shit. Like this shit. This shit was so bad. It was irritating, and um, yeah, man, it it was awful. <laughs> yeah, man, it seemed bad. Um, I heard it was just a mess. Um, I heard Timbaland and Swiss Beats didn't even want to be connected to it. <laughs> like, why y'all got my name involved in this? Yeah. Um, and, and it kind of sounds like some making the band type shit, dog. <laughs> like you remember did. when Megan the band when Diddy would have R&B groups singing off to each other yeah and having beef and shit it's that, that's too man that, that shit's silly it, um, man it was so bad man and then um and then I seen a little piece of the uh the Omarion and Mario one mm-hmm. and first of all they they had a little intermission where they took another they took another 10 to 15 minutes so it's like motherfucker, like, like I know y'all in L.A., but 
damn, we in Houston. People on the East Coast. It's 10 o'clock and they still waiting on Omarion and shit. And then you had D. Ray Davis filibustering. He like, mm-hmm. they'll be out in a minute and he's trying to crack jokes. He's trying to rap and all this shit. It's just like, man, this is awful, man. It was nothing but bad comments in the comment section. And um, once Omarion got out there, man, it was rough. He, dude, he was focused more on fucking dancing than actually performing. It 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 was bad. I the only good thing I heard about this versus was Mario. I heard Mario killed it. Mario had the better show, and which was crazy because I remember I brought up earlier. A lot of people had Mario getting his ass whooped in this versus. I ain't seen mm-hmm. nobody say he will win. And the same thing with uh, Sammy and um, and Pleasure P. People say they won. They people say they were better. But um, yeah, man, this. This versus was bad. I think the only good highlight was Mario. I heard he put on a good show. He was singing good. And then, as far as the clips, too, I did see a clip of, Jer- you know, Jeremiah the singer? Yeah. He got on stage. I don't know if you've seen this, but this dude was singing with no music. It, it sounded horrific to the point. Oh, no. To the point um, people was on stage. I think Mario's on stage clowning this dude. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. But Mario was on stage clowning this dude like, man, be quiet. Like, dog, this dude can't sing. He was saying, he was actually saying that on stage. It it was bad, man. It was so bad. I'm going to try to put it real quick. I'm kind of surprised that um, they they sang without backing tracks. Because I can, like, I get pissed when rappers have the backing tracks because, like, you're just rapping, man. But singing... Like, look, the mix is not going to be right. A lot of pe- these people are studio artists. They only sound good in the studio. Um, I don't think anybody, any of these people are like any of the great voices in R&B that you would mention and bring up. They have good songs. But I'm surprised they actually sang live like that and yeah. cut the music off to show their singing. I, I don't know if it's just years of being delusional. But yeah, that that's a shocking event, man. I can't believe they actually thought they could sing like that. Yeah, all right, let me play this clip real quick. Don't bring no more artists out here singing Stop off key it. and shit, man. <laughs> Sounding crazy. Mario. Stop. Sounding crazy. Stop it. Sounding like a fucking noise. Mario, Mario, they going at it. We ain't done. They Sound going like at it. Go ahead, tell them. Both of y'all sound like. I think this was after. Yeah, seemed like it. He told you no more of them songs. You told him come out that hot coat. The vocals are. D Red look crazy too. I don't like the braids, man. What you doing? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, Instagram. Instagram let you go live for about four hours, okay, and we had four and a half. Wait, hold on. Let me. <laughs> let, let me let me try to find the uh, one where he was actually singing. Because it it was bad. Like you would have thought it was a fucking joke. But um Yeah, nah, I'm not surprised, man. Yeah, it it was That's really rough. bad. <laughs> That's rough, man. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about look, it's about time. I'm tired of people forcing the beef and being all aggressive in these verses. Like it's one thing if it's natural, like with locks and with uh dipset, because they're New York niggas and that's just how they are. But mm-hmm. when it's people who don't even know each other 
like having beef over singing. Yeah. Like this, this shit's y'all just trying to make a viral moment, man. Yeah. It, it comes off as forced and corny. Yeah. You find it? Yeah, yeah. I think this is it. Oh god. Oh god. Hey, y'all think it's so crazy. He's not. <laughs> oh. Hey, yo, stop. <laughs> that dog, that, that sound like Ice JJ Fish, man. Yes. What, what the hell was that? Yes. That's exactly that what it sounds like, yeah. <laughs> and he's an R and B artist, man. Yes. And look, I, look, I know it's different in the studio, but damn, you should be able to sing. Like, if somebody told you to sing on stage, if some technical difficulties happen, you should be able to sing and hold a note or something. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, this ain't. No, that was bad. Like, dog. that sounded like us trying to sing. I I expect that from somebody like a Playboy Cardi or something. Somebody that's not a real singer that be using a lot of auto tune, but mm-hmm. that that was bad, man. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's about time for uh, um, verses to wrap it up. Um, it, it's <laughs> got to wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrap it up then. Wrap it up, cause, then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point. Um, yeah, this is just a mess, man. And it's it, it's very clear that they have run out of people to have a good versus with. I think we've seen all the good matchups now. Um, and like we mentioned earlier, the the thought of Memphis Bleak and Joel Santana, yeah, is just that the thought puts me to sleep, man. I have trouble yeah. sleeping. All I gotta do to have to have an easier time sleeping is, is imagine watching the Memphis Bleak and Joel Santana versus. Yeah. Like, who want to hear 20 songs from either of them at this point in their life, dog? Come on, yeah. man. And the crazy part is um, Joel Santana is the one calling them out. Like, yeah. dog, you you ain't even remembering the words to your song, the lyrics to your song. He, dog, he, he was probably the worst on stage out of yes. everybody. That might have been the first time he'd been on stage in yeah. over 20 years, man. That was bad. That was so bad. And he got the nerve to call out Memphis. Bleak. I think Memphis Bleak might have a have, have a little better catalog than him, or at least stage performance. Like I know a yeah, lot. Yeah, I mean Memphis I, Bleak been Jay Z's hype man for like twenty years, dog. Yeah, and, he could he could definitely rap on stage. Yeah, and I know Memphis Bleak get a, you know bad rap because people was calling him the next Jay Z and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But he got some hard ass songs, man. <laughs> Like Joel, like Joel's gonna have to be in that diplomatic immunity <laughs> the whole time, because he he think it's like a walk in the park and shit. Like I don't know about that, man. Like dog, you need to focus on performing, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that dog that would be a nightmare. Joel's yeah. cannot perform. Like he looked terrible on stage. Didn't even know his simple ass lyrics. It's not like he was a fucking lyricist, dog. Yeah. He, a lot of times he was rhyming the same words together <laughs> for like an entire verse. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and he couldn't even remember that. Yeah. So, no, nobody wanted to see he ain't that. fucking Bone Thugs and Harmony, where you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wanted to see that, man. And I like Memphis Bleak. I don't want to see him in the verses, dog. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, maybe if they did like a whole like state property 
or, or like Benny Siegel and Freeway and Rock versus somebody else. That yeah. would be cool. But yeah. I don't want to see Memphis Bleak up there solo versus somebody, man. Come on, dog. Yeah. Like that, that's gonna have 50 viewers. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to see stri- that. Bullshit, that'd be strictly man. New York, man. <laughs> yeah. We're doing this for New York. This is good for the city. 40 and up New Yorkers. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Nah, miss I, me with that, dog. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. But I do I hope not. I do think um just the whole versus thing. I I do think that make a good conversation because that kind. Con- Remember back in the day we used to say, "Oh, uh, Jay Z battling. Uh, who will win between Jay Z and DMX, or who will win between Nas and Raekwon?" I think the new versus thing uh, conversation is that. Where who would you take in the versus between you know, Michael Jackson and Prince? Or you know, I I feel like that's just the easy conversation. And plus, yeah. and plus, these rappers that are actually trying to set it up, I felt like they're just trying to get a bag. So, but that's yeah. the thing. Like that, even that discussion is old because we've been yeah. having that discussion since the beginning of music. Just talk it's exactly, yeah. And it always goes to who got the deeper bag of hits, mm-hmm. but nobody ever takes into account how people perform yeah. in two, uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing. But yeah. whenever people talk about these hypothetical versus battles, they always say, oh, what's he going to do if Jay play takeover, you know, yeah. or some shit like that. So yeah. it's always some goofy shit like that. That is just a boring debate in general, because we've yeah. been having the who's better than who talk yeah. since the beginning of time, since the beginning of music, man. So yeah. even that's getting old. Yeah, because obviously, you know, like Jay-Z got a better catalog than every uh, shit everybody but still you know you got to look at who played what and you know jay-z will win regardless i think he a good performer and all that shit but Mm -hmm. um even with the recent verses you know omarion have a better catalog than um than mario he was in b2k he was he was in all type of shit so he had he had a damn good career but you see people say he lost he he wasn't good up there (laughs) So, um, yeah, man, it, it, like we could debate catalogs all day long, but with the versus shit, it's all about what you do up there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think after, well, at least after this versus people, if they ever have another one, it, it ain't no point of debating the catalog unless it's like two people that, that are the same. Ain't yeah, no point. Of, that, yeah, ain't no point of sitting there saying, "Oh no, he'll sweep this person because he got these songs, this song, this." That shit clearly don't matter because he, Marion got his ass whooped up there. You see, Dipset got their ass whooped up there, so it clearly don't matter. Yeah, no, I agree, man. But uh, that's all people talk about whenever something gets announced or people want to talk about hypotheticals. Is who got more hits and what so and so gonna play when so and so plays this song? So yeah, I don't know. Everything about verses is just boring to me now. The yeah. hypothetical debates, the um, the predictions about who's gonna beat who, um, and the actual mm-hmm. performance itself, which never lives up to what we think is gonna be. Yep, you know, it, it really peaked with the Logs versus Dipset. Yeah, and everything since then has been downhill. So. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's money in it. I know they'll continue it at least throughout this year. Yeah. But I think they need to go ahead and just call it a day with this fucking versus shit, man. Wrap it up. 
It was a good run, but we've seen the best of it, and now it's like a race to see which one's going to be the worst yes. at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I'm sure there'll be some more announced. We'll react to them, but as far as like, unless something huge gets announced, which I'm starting to doubt we'll see anything with anybody relevant, yeah. but Unless something huge gets announced, like I'm done watching Versus, man. I'm not going to tune in for this shit anymore. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe there'll be at least one more surprise with somebody big, but I I don't know. I'm starting to lose confidence. I did yeah. lose confidence. Yeah. I wasn't even going to watch this, but the wifey wanted to see it. And mm-hmm. I was I was, I was peeking, peeping at it because, you know, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast a little bit. But yeah. yeah, I think that's it, man. Unless it's like Jay Z versus Nas, <laughs> something yeah. like that, which it probably right. won't happen. Nicki Minaj versus Lil Kim was being teased for a while. I would definitely watch that. Yeah, but in, in anything else like Memphis Bleak and Jewels, no, no, yeah, no, <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um. So, and let's talk about some sports, man. The NBA draft happened. Uh. Also earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rockets chose third overall, and they selected a disappointing, disappointed-looking Jabari Smith. <laughs> Why are niggas upset about going at third, man? Like, is this a new thing? If I just noticed this, or has it been a thing for a long time? Like, because I don't recall Michael Jordan being really mad. I mean, he carried a, a chip on his shoulder for everything, yeah. but I don't remember him saying that was a chip on his shoulder being picked third overall. Maybe I'm wrong. But it seemed like everybody, like I know fucking Jalen Green last year was upset being picked third. And now Jabari Smith is upset about it too. Like, is this a new thing or has has this been going on? I think it's been going on. But remember, we used to see it when somebody that was supposed to be top five when they slide in the draft and it's like the twentieth yeah. pick, and they sitting in the, you know, they sitting in there, you know, bored as hell and you know, pissed. That's that's when you usually see it where you could tell they're pissed. But now it's like, like even Chet Holmgren look kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there at two. It's just like, what the fuck, like dog. <laughs> <laughs> Like dog, it's not that fucking big of a deal, man. Like I don't think the money, I don't think the money is that big of a difference, or you know, ain't like you going to the fucking Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like damn, it's either Orlando, uh, what was the other team? Uh, Sac- uh, Sacramento? No, it was Sacramento. I think it was. Um, I don't even know who the second team was. Oh, OKC. Like dog, you it's either OKC, Orlando. Or Houston, man. Like, why is y'all fucking act like y'all pissed? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't get it because it's like, like you said, there's people who slide in the draft. I know, like, Draymond Green remembers everybody who was drafted ahead of him and all that shit. Or even, like, take it to the NFL, people like Aaron Rodgers. He was pissed. And and the NFL draft is way longer than the NBA draft. Yeah. So he's sitting in the back probably pissed because he was projected to go like one, two, or three. And uh, and uh, with those, I think the Browns passed up on him and all that shit. He, he didn't go to like 25th. So, yeah, and he had to sit behind fucking Brett Favre. 
So you could tell he was. Yeah, he mentioned it in the fucking um in the little uh, post draft interview. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, and you see the rest is history. But my dog, like they passed on you at one. Ridiculous. And like, <laughs> when's the last time a number one pick has been like a real superstar? Yeah, like so, yeah. like Jason Tatum was picked third. Markel Fultz and fucking Lonzo Ball went over him. Yeah. So are niggas still acting like number one is the end all be all pick? Yeah, it been more bust that number one than anything else. <laughs> exactly. Like, why would you want even want that pressure? It's not yeah. like you're going to lose money by being a third pick. Exactly. If you ball, you ball, man. Yeah. Like, you're going to get paid if you show out. But when you have the number one pick, like, you have to ball. When yeah. you have that on you, yeah. otherwise, you're going to be put up there with the bus. Yeah. Especially if somebody below you is way better than you. Exactly, so yep. me personally, I'd rather be number three and go yeah. to Houston yep. than be a number one and be the guy expected to turn a whole franchise around. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's good. So I don't get it. I think people getting a little spoiled, man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, entitlement, this damn generation Z. <laughs> but anyway, that aside, man, how do you feel about the pick? How do you feel about the Rockets draft picks? I don't know what the Cleveland Cavaliers picked, but how do you feel about the uh the draft in general, man. I thought the Rockets did a good job in this draft, man. They got, I feel like they got some really good players. They got Jabari Smith, and um, I honestly, um, the 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 talk going into the draft was um, Paolo Banchero. Um, a lot of them had him going number three to the Rockets, and you could tell the Rockets actually wanted him, and so um, it was a turn of events. And Orlando took him number one overall because uh, it was rumors that Jabari Smith was going one. And at some point, they was teasing Chet, uh, Chet Holmgren, the skinny white dude going one. But, um, yeah, man, I think the Rockets, I think they got a good player in, in Jabari Smith. So I'm excited to see him. They got some other players, too. They had three first-round picks. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think they did pretty good, man. It's still a rebuild. So it's too early to tell, but man, the past shoot the past two drafts they got six first round picks. So I I, I don't know how all of them gonna get minutes and all that stuff. Yeah, but um, it's a rebuild, man. It's a young team. Um, it'd be cool. It's always good to watch young players like this, but I wouldn't bet all my money that they they should be in the play in or anything like that or make the playoffs. But um, it'd be cool to watch. It's it's always a good feeling to watch a, a, a you know a top five pick on your team. So that that give you a reason to go. You had Jalen Green last year, so um, yeah, man. It, I, I think they did pretty good this year. I mean, I don't know if I'm just a hater, but I'm just I'm starting to lose patience with this rebuild shit, man. Oh, I know it's already been like man. two years. No, how <laughs> See, how long do we have to wait? I, Will I be I, 40 see, before the think, Rockets win again? There's talk, Everybody in this team is fucking 19, 20 years see, old, man. See, y'all see y'all Houston fans, y'all born and raised Rocket fans are spoiled. <laughs> y'all never really had to go through a, a, a real rebuild. Y'all, you know, um, Daryl Morey never rebuilt that team. It, it, he was always trying to win, and oh, which is a good thing. But y'all never been through a true rebuild like this before. So uh, and it ain't gonna happen in two years, but um, 
I would say probably maybe four years. See, and it also depends how, I mean, how, if they hit on their picks. Because let's say, you know, they got six first-rounders on this team already. Let's say maybe two of them hit, where two of them are actually really good. Then you kind of working with something where you can, you know, spend a little money in free agency and build something. But um, if they don't hit, then, you know, it, <laughs> it's going to be rough. But I think they got six. I don't think they're going to have six um, awful first-rounders. So I think, you know, it might it might take maybe, I would say, I would say four years. It takes four that's years. That's it, four it's years. A, it's a lot of, man. <laughs> look, man, I, I'm, I was a Cavs fan, so I know all y'all, about that rebuild don't, shit. Yeah, y'all, y'all have won. Okay, recently. One, t- one time in fucking look, 52 years. <laughs> look, at least it's recent, okay? At least you can remember. At least you were old enough to go and fucking drink. <laughs> like, the, when the Rockets yeah. won, I was a little baby, man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I really but, remember that shit. But see, you, you got to look at it too, man. Um, I came from a city or, or a team where... You get you you always get the first overall pick and all this other shit or a top five pick. Those players eventually become good and leave your ass and go to yeah. Houston or go to a big market. So we were always fucking rebuilding. And it got to the point where we know this person, we ain't going to keep this person. So they trade them for some more young players or draft picks. So you was always fucking rebuilding, man. And that shit was irritating. So uh, I don't think Houston will ever be that type of team. It's a big market. Um, you got an um, owner that want to win. So I think, you know, they, they had to blow up that whole James Harden shit, man. They they was trying – Daryl Morey tried his, tried his best to beat the Warriors and couldn't. So you, you I think you he had to blow it up and, you know, they had to start fresh. But uh, I don't think it's going to be that long, man. Yeah, uh, it ain't a situation like the Cavs where, you know, it never it never happened. So I I think uh, look, I'll give it four years. You at least be in the playoffs, or you know, you'll be a young team that's up and coming. And then also, I think it depends on the damn coach. You don't know what mm-hmm. you got in this coach, man. He came into a, a shitty situation, so I don't even know. You know, him is it's kind of a make it break a year for him. Which is a little bit unfair because it's like, damn, <laughs> he came in with James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and now he got you know nothing but nineteen and twenty year olds. So this year, if they don't start off good this year or decent, he might be gone, and then that's another whole process. So it's hard to tell, man. But I, I give it like three or four years. No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. we'll see, man. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm by the time the Rockets start winning again, I might be on fucking blood pressure medication. I'll probably fucking, I'll be washed up, man. At this point, yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it happens sooner. But I don't know, man. We got a bunch of kids on this fucking team, dog, yeah. <laughs> and they're exciting to watch when they win, but they hardly win, and that's yeah, one of the biggest y'all, issues, y'all, man. So, y'all should appreciate the James Harden era, man. <laughs> The, I never dog. No, I look. I was saying when the James Harden <laughs> left, that Rockets, we really didn't know how good we had it. Like fucking mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't win shit here, but it's always exciting to be in the mix. Yeah, and like we were the worst team in the NBA this year. 
Like mm-hmm. we look at the past two years, two, two, straight so, year, two straight years. I think it's gonna be this year too, dog. So we definitely gonna be picking again high in the draft. So yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. People are getting hyped about these kids for a while, but just you can only take losing for so long. Yeah. Um, but we'll see, man. Um, but speaking of high draft picks, we gotta talk about this uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant drama oh, going man. on in uh, Brooklyn. The reason this is relevant to us in Houston is because the Houston Rockets have the Nets first round picks, I believe, through 2027. Mm. So the worse they do, the better our team gets. And apparently Kyrie Irving is having trouble coming to an agreement for an extension in Brooklyn. And he is apparently implied or said that he has a list of teams he'd like to consider on sign and trade, including the Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, the Heat, the Mavericks, the most surprising choice, and the 76ers. <laughs> and it's also implied that if Kevin if Kyrie Irving leaves, Kevin Durant will be leaving as well. Yeah. Because they're very tight and close together. Um, I don't know if they go to the same team or what, but it has been reported that he would not be happy if Kyrie left and he would also want to leave. Mm. So what do you think about that? And people are really pushing the Kyrie to the Lakers. Yeah. So we might, we might, might, might be seeing a a reunion between LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Um, now you being a Cleveland fan, you know what that looks like. You know who blew that up. Yeah. So what do you think about that, man? What do you think about him maybe going to the Lakers or any of these teams mentioned? I think I think him going to the Lakers would make the most sense. I don't – it's kind of strange uh, seeing Kyrie wanting to go to Philly. Yeah. Like, I wonder what the what the hell Philly going to give up for uh, Kyrie unless they give up that whole, that young team, the, um, the Max, Maxi and all them. But I don't really. I'm surprised he wanted to go to Philly. I could kind of see him want to go to Dallas and play with Luca. But that was surprising to me, man. Because number one, I don't feel like Mark Cuban would take any of Kyrie's shit. Really? And oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I see. Yeah, I I could see. Yeah, yeah. I I, I could yeah. see them clashing a lot. I could see Kyrie clashing with uh, Luca a lot. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm just surprised he wants to come to Texas at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, especially for with Dallas, I, I was shocked to see that. Yeah, I um, I think the, I think it made the most sense going to the Lakers because he been remember he it, Kyrie was kind of going on a little media podcast tour mm-hmm. where he kept talking about the glory glory days in Cleveland and playing with mm-hmm. LeBron and if he would have stayed, he he probably would have had more championships and all that bullshit. Like why are you why are you talking about it now? Mm-hmm. Like move the fuck on, but uh, I can see him linking back up with uh, LeBron in LA because clearly they try they they you know Russell is not a fit. It wasn't a fit from the beginning. I don't I don't even understand why they even made that trade, but um, I can see them um, going right at the Kyrie. So um, I think that made the most sense, but. Um, the the one thing I was thinking about, man, it uh the Brooklyn Nets. Do you think that's the most disappointing team in history? 
Because this team, they they got you see, they got Kyrie and Kevin Durant at one point, and then eventually got um James Harden. Mm-hmm. They ain't even sniff for NBA finals, man. <laughs> and people I, people had them going to the finals damn near every year since they been, you know, together. And they ain't even get to a finals, man. Do you th- do you think that's probably the most disappointing team, especially if they break up? I mean, if you want to talk like team as in all time, like the whole time they've been together, probably I would say the Lakers were more disappointing this season than any other te- super team has been in the history of this era. Yeah. Um, the fact that they sh- were so shitty, despite everybody picking them to at least win the West. Um, was wild. Um, I would think without people going to look back at this Brooklyn Nets team with Harden, with Durant and Kyrie and say, yeah, that was the most wasted potential ever on the team. But I mean, to with context, Kevin Durant was hurt a lot. Kyrie was going through his own shit. And James Harden seemed like he didn't want to be there. He wanted to go to Philly first. Yeah. He just ended up going to Brooklyn. So I think with context, it makes more sense. But, yeah, I think people are going to look back and say, yeah, how the fuck did this team yeah. do so badly? Yeah, because that to me, I would I would take if, if somebody told me you got James Harden, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on one team, I would take them over. I, I would probably take them over um, LeBron, AD and probably Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Like that team can like the Brooklyn team can score, man. Like all of them dudes can score whenever they want. And um at least the Lakers, I mean, I know we don't count the bubble championship, but at least they got something. <laughs> like yeah. they got something. But um man, Brooklyn ain't even sniff a finals, man. They spent yeah. all that money, all them draft picks, and they this is not the first time they did that. And they ain't getting nowhere, man. They man, they gonna have to blow this team up, man. <laughs> that yeah. uh, that was disappointing because when Kevin Durant signed with them, and then um, Kyrie Irving signed with them, people just knew they was going to the finals, man. And the, and they was playing in the East, and then LeBron went to the West, and they ain't even get man. They ain't even come close, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brooklyn's just had bad luck, man. Um, yeah. Like from the beginning, when they got the fucking old Boston three, yes, <laughs> like when Pierce, they were all washed up, yeah, yeah, and they thought that they were gonna do something yeah. there. Yeah, Jason Terry, they had all yeah. the old players, man. Yeah, that that was a rough time. And then, uh, I mean, it, things were looking up when they had a, a a younger, exciting team. They had D'Angelo Russell and all them out there playing yeah. pretty well. But then they went all in on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And that's when the wheels kind of fell off, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they just had bad luck, man. But, yeah. I mean, fuck it. What can you do? Yeah. yeah. That's life in the NBA. Disappointing, man. Well, I, I wonder, yep. um, but to stay on this, I wonder where Kevin Durant would go if he, uh, if Kyrie decided to leave. Like, um, I'm that, of, that's a good question, man. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I like this, me, this is, Totally, me being a fanboy, but I would love to see Kevin Durant uh, sign with Cleveland. <laughs> like, how crazy would that be? Because Cleveland do have a set team. They just, yeah. you know, they got one player that's a star, a potential star, 
But if they could just plug him in there, like that, I think that would be a legit team, man. <laughs> I don't, he not going to Cleveland, but that would be mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Like the guy that you know that's kind of behind LeBron, go to LeBron City and potentially get them in a hunt for the for the NBA Finals. I think that'd be hilarious because I uh, unless unless the Lakers trade for um, uh, Kyrie, I don't know if they're gonna get to a finals again because yeah. they they got a lot going on, man. They <laughs> like they got a lot of old players and they clearly need to rebuild. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Um, Cleveland would be crazy. Um, it would also be weird because. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he already had the thing of the Warriors, which people don't want to give him credit now. He looks extra bad now with the yeah. Warriors telling him, fucking <laughs> telling him they don't need him and improving yeah. it a few years later. Mm-hmm. So he already looks bad there. He would look, I mean, it would kind of look kind of sketchy if he went to Cleveland to try to like overwrite LeBron's legacy or something. Like yeah. LeBron always going to be the most famous player in Cleveland. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%, yeah. So that would be kind of weird, but I don't know where else he would go. He's not going to go to the Knicks. He could have went to the Knicks earlier. He said no, and he kind of dissed them. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't see him going hey, to the Knicks. I can, I, um, do, you, do you see him going to his hometown, Washington? I could they, see that. Yeah, but they're not, they're not a contender or anything, but. I wonder if he even want to go to a contender. Yeah. Because I think he's implied before that he didn't want to play back home or he didn't want to go back home to play. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was back when he was a first a free agent before he went to the Warriors. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. It, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be crazy. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know where he where he would go. Kevin yeah. Durant is a weird guy, man. I don't know yeah. where he would go. Yeah, I know wherever he go, man. I'm I'm sure they'll probably build around him. Hopefully they don't of course. get rid of every young player to bring all these old ass, you know, players in, but um that's why that's why I mentioned the Cavs. I feel like he can just step in and mm-hmm. they'd be a good team because they don't have obviously they don't have a scorer like him. But they have a good young team that, you know, almost made the playoffs. And I feel like that'd be a good team, <laughs> you know, in the East. But yeah. I, like I said, I don't think he, I don't, look, I hate to diss Cleveland, but he ain't trying to go to Cleveland, go yeah. from Brooklyn to Cleveland. I think he'd rather stay in Brooklyn <laughs> if that was but the Kevin case. Durant, I don't think he's a guy who care about the nightlife or what's the city, what's going on in the city. I always mm. take him as a guy who probably stay indoors most of the time anyway, man. So, yeah, but, yeah I, don't, but I don't think that's a factor I, for him. I still don't think he'll go to Cleveland, though. Yeah. Like, would, would um, Kevin Durant go to Detroit? Uh, like, if, if that's the case, yeah. I think he – if that's the case, I I, I would say he, he probably should just go back to OKC where he started. <laughs> yeah. And try to, you know, because that's where he was loved. But he ain't got no ties to OKC. So ain't yeah. no point of going back there. So I don't know that he in a weird place, man. Yes. Because even with LeBron, if he, you know, if he want to leave the Lakers, he he teased going back to Miami, and of mm-hmm. course Cleveland always going to be in the conversation. But you know he got a couple options there. But yeah, Kevin Durant, that's weird, man. Especially if he don't want to go, uh, he don't want to go play for his hometown. Yeah. Yeah. I could see him linking back up with Kyrie if Kyrie don't go to the Lakers. If Kyrie goes to the Lakers, I don't see any way they can afford 
bringing KD to. Um, mm. And I don't think a lot of those teams can afford Kyrie right now. They have to move a whole lot of shit to even get him. Yeah. But the Lakers can't afford him right now for sure. But, um, yeah, I don't see how uh, – I don't know. I feel like if he don't go to the Lakers, Kyrie and Kevin Durant might say, hey, let's run it back somewhere else Yeah, on a team that has better, better equipped. I yeah. can see that happening too. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see, man. Yeah. We'll see. It might be but, a yeah. It Kevin Durant's be, a strange guy. I don't yeah. know. I can't call it. Yeah, it might be a spicy um all season for the NBA. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Seems like almost every off season is spicy now, man. It's been crazy yeah. Yeah. sports period on off season. So mm-hmm. speaking of spicy off season stuff, um, Deshaun Watson uh went ahead and settled uh twenty of the twenty four. Uh, sexual misconduct cases, lawsuits, the civil mm-hmm. lawsuits, um, undisclosed amount. We're not going to find out those terms were are confidential. Um, but yeah, um, people are suggesting that this is an attempt to lessen the suspension, the suspension or the punishment or whatever is going to happen is apparently going to be announced soon. And there are reports that Deshaun Watson, his legal team, the Players Association and the commissioner and the league itself have been trying to negotiate uh, a punishment for Deshaun Watson. I think the idea is the league wants to suspend them for an entire season and the NFL Players Association and, of course, Deshaun Watson are fighting against that. Mm. So, yeah, it's that a, I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. Everybody's expecting at least a season at this point. But do you think him selling the cases will make a difference in that? Or do you think whatever it is, is already done? Yeah, I kind of, you know, I kind of got a little conspiracy. And I, was, I guess it's a conspiracy or maybe a um, a theory on this. Mm-hmm. Because he, I, I had no idea he was going to settle the cases this, this quick. Now, we yeah. all thought he was going, he, he should settle. But mm-hmm. he kept he, he. I think he said a couple days or last the week before that he planned on fighting these cases and clearing mm-hmm. his name. So um, my little theory is so um, Busby. Remember Busby? Uh, he kind of threw the Texans' name into the fire as yeah. a defendant type of thing. I wonder if the NFL stepped up to Deshaun and his team and said, "Hey, look, look, you need to." settle this settle this shit because it's it's starting to get a little dirtier now because they trying to throw an NFL team in here and it was going to keep lingering on it was going to get worse and worse hey settle you know settle these cases settle as much as you can and we'll you know we'll we'll negotiate a suspension type thing and um i wonder if something like that happened and Deshaun's team trying to, you know, maybe lowball, say, hey, suspend him for six games. And Roger Goodell in the NFL said, hell no, we can't. No, that's 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 a joke. We'll get our ass killed in the media if you only got six games for this shit. And maybe that's where the maybe that's where the talks broke off, where, you know, they didn't come to a, a real agreement because clearly, you know, Deshaun and his team don't want to be suspended for a year. I think they're trying to get as less time as possible. I don't think it, you know, a lot of people were saying like two years and all this shit. I don't think it's going to be two years. 
But um, I think Deshaun trying to get little as possible. I don't know if he's trying to get eight games, six games, 12 games, something like that. But um, I wonder if the NFL had anything to do with Deshaun just, you know, just, you know, saying, fuck it, settle this, let's settle <laughs> right now and try to get this behind us. Because it seemed like it just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't expecting him to settle this quick like this, or or at least the twenty uh, the twenty two cases. So I wonder with um, Busby throwing the, um, the Houston Texas name in here, I wonder was that the NFL saying, you know, we need to step in. Like, no, you're not about to fight all of this. You ain't about to have this lingering on. You need to do something now, and we'll you know we'll try to help you. We can negotiate a suspension type thing. I wonder if that's the case because they don't even sound right for his team to just try to go to the NFL to negotiate. Like, mm-hmm. why the fuck are you like they? Could, the NFL could do whatever they want. Like, you don't never see you. Don't, I I never heard of anybody else trying to negotiate their suspension. Usually, when you do something, you wait for the NFL to drop the you know the hammer down, and you maybe try to appeal it. But for the simple fact the news came out saying, you know, negotiations broke off or whatever the term they use. I wonder if the NFL tried to make make a, you know, a backdoor agreement to, you know, make him settle this and we kind of lessen the blow a little bit. I don't know if they straight up said I I think somebody pressured Deshaun to uh, and his team to go ahead and settle as many as they could. I mean, you remember the with the Miami deal, that was uh, the the barrier that kept him being dealt to Miami because Miami said, you got to settle them all yeah. or else we're not going to uh, deal for you. Mm-hmm. And there was an open parent. They could have settled, I think, 20. Yeah. But there was still some left over and it fell apart. So I definitely think it's possible. Um, I, I Honestly, I would be more inclined to think the Browns sat him down and said, look, you, you got to settle as many as you can right now. Like, cause they're getting killed. Yeah. Like there's people out there got to answer Deshaun Watson questions every single day, man. Mm-hmm. And like, they didn't think it was going to be this bad. They knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. They didn't think it would get worse. Yeah. They didn't think they would deal with more lawsuits. I don't think mm-hmm. they don't, they didn't think, expect the heat to get turned up even more after the fact. So I think the Browns said, nah, you got you got to settle this as many, even if they all don't get settled right now. No, no, don't be honest fighting it to clear your name bullshit, dog. Sell as many as you can and and we'll we'll go from there. But the NFL, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see how you can negotiate your punishment. The, but the whole case is weird because I mean the and I'll see the NFL PA's point. I'm sure they're arguing the fact that look. If you suspend a guy a full season, even though he crim- criminally was not charged with anything, yeah, then and all silver the suits. precedent, yeah. the precedent is if anybody accuses one of our players of some shit, they could miss a whole season too. Yeah. So I get what they're probably arguing. They might not care that much about Deshaun himself, but yeah. they don't want the precedent to be set where any of our players could miss a season just because somebody accuses him of something yeah even even if it's not criminally charged or anything yeah so i'm sure that's what their argument is and that's where the back and forth is going and that's probably why it's taking so long for them to finally announce whatever the punishment is going to be 
But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they offered to negotiate with Deshaun about it. But who who knows, man? Crazy yeah. shit's happened. Tab yeah. said the NFL definitely pressured Deshaun to pay off the women and put this behind him. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. It's yeah. I mean, they've been taking a lot of heat. There people are gonna. I feel like no matter what the NFL does, it's not gonna be enough for some people, and yeah. it's gonna be too much for some people. Yeah, you ain't gonna satisfy so it's gonna be everybody. Up. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I could kind of see the players, uh, so uh, the PA point of view because look, man, I'm not defending nobody, but like it's a bunch of hearsay, man. You got one lawyer putting out all of these different statements and. You got um, the, uh, victims putting out what what he did and all this other stuff, and you know if he did it, that's that's awful, man. I, uh, he 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 deserved all the smoke, but you know for, we wasn't there, man. So from our point of view, from anybody's point of view, is is kind of hearsay. So you know you could get some somebody could get suspended for a whole year. <laughs> Just because you know some uh, you know a victim was out there saying he did this, and there's you know it, it, like I said, man, I said this before. Ray, Ray Rice got a video. You seen the mm-hmm. video? Everybody seen the video. That ended his career. If it was if it was no video, he'd probably still be in the league. <laughs> but you know, unless Deshaun got some type of video out and somebody leak a video or something like that. I just it's it's hard, you know, because there's no criminal charges or anything like that. So it is it's tough to to me, I guess I'm and I'm speaking from the 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 PA point of view. How could you, you know, suspend somebody because you got all of these allegations? You know what I mean? And you know, there's no criminal charge. So I I I could kind of see where they're going with it because now it could be the wild wild west. You know, you could have a hope. You you know, all all it takes is somebody who's a quarterback, who's a playboy, who be you know messing around with all these different women, and they could gang up and you know make an allegation. You know what I mean? And hopefully, nothing like that will happen. But you know, I it, it it just you know from that point of view, somebody getting suspended for a whole year for allegations like this. Where it's a, ho- a whole bunch of he did this or she did this, he lying a whole bunch of hearsay. I think that's that's kind of crazy, but yeah, I guess just thinking as a normal human, it's like damn, like dog, he can't play this year, man. <laughs> like yeah. this is this is out of control, man. It's not like one person or two people. Like mm-hmm. this is this is out of control. Where you know. Can't do that, but from the PA point of view, it's like you can't suspend them from hearsay. Yeah, I mean, I get both points. Yeah, I me get too. why. Like, look, if the NFL don't suspend them at least this season, like the media is going to tear into them. Yeah, women are going to be really upset, um, and like, look, it, it, it's, it's going to make the league look bad. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost them a lot. Um, all their domestic abuse and women's profit charities things are going to be laughed at they have a women's month or something they're going to be like oh you have a women's month but you only suspended Deshaun Watson six games for assaulting 24 women at least Mm -hmm. so like shit like that like 
is going to make them look really bad. But I also get the NFLPA's point of this can't be a precedent. You know, if we go down this, then the any player could potentially be fucked. Yeah. If some shit gets accused and we take it to court and there is no criminal wrongdoing accused and he still gets suspended. So it's just a weird situation, man. Yeah. And but I just think they need to just go ahead and announce what it's going to be. Yeah. And and get that over with and yeah. they'll go from there. But they they need to stop being pussy about it. I feel like they're trying to lay it as long as possible. Do you do you see and you know a lot of people saying I think it's going to be a year, I think it's going to be a year. The way they're delaying it and how it's taking so long because what are, what's taking so long? It's not like anything yeah. else is developing. Mm-hmm. So to me I feel like he not going to get a whole year, man. I don't think it's going to be four or six games or something like that, but I got a feeling he's not going to get a whole year, man. If he was, like, all everything is out there. If he was getting a full year, they would have dropped the hammer year, and, and that's it. But they delaying it a long time, man. So I wonder if they just trying to prepare for the blowback. They trying to make sure everything is, you know, Eyes, eyes is dotted, T's crossed, and all that shit. And they gonna, they gonna release the statement, you know, right before the Fourth of July, <laughs> a, a news media yeah. dump day. So, yeah. because like right now, it's not like it's an ongoing case. Like everything is out there, man. So you know, nothing has developed. So what are, what are they waiting on? And then, and and then it's not like. You know, uh, the the couple more cases that came out, the, his newest cases came out, and it's like, oh, we got to go back and look into mm-hmm. this, and you know, we let's add this to it and maybe change the punishment. Look, man, look, twenty two is a lot. Twenty, yeah, yeah, twenty two is a lot. Two more ain't gonna <laughs> change the whole punishment, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. That's a lot. No matter no matter what. So I just don't get why they're delaying this. The only thing I could think of is maybe it's not about to be a that big of a harsh punishment. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, like last, I, I keep going back and forth on this, man. I, I'm flip flopping. I admit, because last week I thought it was going to be a year, but this week now I'm starting to question that. I mean, if they're if the NFLPA is getting involved, if all this stuff is happening, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Like I said, no matter what, it's going to be too much for some people and not enough for some people. Yeah. So it, it's not good. I don't think anybody's going to be happy with the result, regardless of what it is. Nope. So they just need to go ahead and get it over with. Yeah. And let people know. Yeah. It's it's crazy because um, I was in a situation. So one of my old jobs, I was in a situation where I, I used to take care of um, mentally challenged adults in mm-hmm. a group home. And I was in a situation where uh, one of the clients lied on me and said I hit him with a billy club. This was an older guy. He used to lie on. He, he was known for lying on people. Mm-hmm. And he told and he told the supervisor, or whoever, that I hit him upside the head with a billy club. And I kicked him while he was asleep. So they ended they ended up taking me off the schedule and suspending me without pay until they investigate. 
So I, w- I was really pissed because, you know, mind you, I, first of all, I wasn't making that much anyway. But I was, de- you know, I was depending on that money. I got bills and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, it was kind of fucked up because the person pretty much lied on me. And now I'm suffering because now I'm not getting paid and I'm waiting on this investigation that took like three weeks. So it's like, it's like, damn. So now the union rep is fighting for me because he like, this ain't fair. This, you know, this client, you know, and we, we got to care for the clients. So, you know, there's no way they could just say, Hey, you're lying. Just, you know, because I could have been doing something. But the story didn't add up. Like, why would I have a billy club? That and that's an old school term. That's pretty much mm-hmm. a nightstick. Why would I have a nightstick? And the shit didn't add up. So, how, I mean, how would that look if you know the job decided to suspend me for the whole year anyway because it was an allegation that happened, and you know it was a whole bunch of he he said this and I'm saying no, I didn't do that. That that would be. But con- to be fair, that, you're, you're telling this story in the context yeah, that I'm, you we know for sure you didn't do it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm telling. So, I know. I'm just saying. I'm telling. I'm not trying to compare it to Deshaun Watson or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I'm just saying, you know, just in general, somebody making an allegation, not anything where it was me on video, and it's like, oh, you did do this, so you got suffered crime. I'm talking about pure allegations, where it's like, damn, like. I'm, you know, I'm getting dragged through the mud because of an allegation. And now, you know, I'm suffering the consequences, even though I didn't really do anything. But eventually I did, you know, get back to work and they ended up giving me my money back. But like as a union person, you you got to fight for that (laughs) no matter what. I mean, especially if it's a whole bunch of allegations. Now, if they if somebody seen me do it. And this video and evidence and all that stuff, that's totally different. So I think that I think that's what the NFL is working with right now. They, you know, they pretty much fighting these allegations. Now it'd be totally different if it was video or anything like that, but right now they're trying to take up for a player because it's all allegations. Otherwise, it'd be a whole bunch of people with allegations that's getting suspended for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough, man. It's tough because you want to, I mean, it's almost impossible to be mindful of the alleged victims and mm-hmm. also want to give the benefit of the doubt to your or player. You know, it, it's really impossible to make those two things meet. You know, either basically you're implying that these women are lying if you yeah. give Deshaun a light sentence or no sentence. Yeah. And if you give him a heavy sentence, then you're implying that, oh, they must be telling the truth. And even though they went to court and nothing, there were no criminal charges. So it's, it's impossible. Like it's a tough situation, man. Yeah. And I I don't envy anybody who has to make that decision, but it is where it is. And I think with the PA, I think, I think it's not even about the women. I think it's more about the NFL. They trying to keep, they trying to keep the NFL in check saying, Hey, you can't do our players like this. Mm-hmm. So, because, like I said, at the end of the get, at the end of the day, it's allegations, and he going through a civil suit, and you know they they want to take up for their players against the NFL, not the women, 
but the mm-hmm. NFL, they don't want the NFL going around like suspending people for allegation. So, you know, I don't think it have anything to do with the women. I think it's more trying to keep Roger Goodell and the NFL in check. So it's, yeah. it's tough. And that's though. also the 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 um uh the caliber of player too, because people players have been suspended for allegations. Players yeah. have, you know, we I think Ben Roethlisberger was um yeah. what's his name other the dude antonio brown when he was suspended recently for some shit that was yeah. alleged so i mean it's happened there's precedent yeah. for it but the caliber of deshaun watson plus the, the, the amount the, of women yeah the amount plus the fact that a season long yeah which is uh, uh, so i think those are the things that are making the PA probably fight extra hard for him, but yeah. I don't know, man. We'll yeah. see what happens. Like we said, you just got to go ahead and announce it. Get it yeah. over with, man. Stop it, being pussy. Yeah, it could be a thing too where they looked at Big Ben like, hey, he was he had allegations too and and settled, and he only got six games or four games or whatever he <clears> got. <throat> so they probably could be trying to make the case saying, hey, this is pretty much the same thing, but you know, it, 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 I don't know. But yeah, but I think I, um, I I wouldn't be surprised if he got like twelve games or something because I think he played I think they played the Texans week thirteen or something mm-hmm. somewhere around there. But I would I wouldn't be surprised if it was if it wasn't a full season. If it's twelve games, it might as well be the fucking season. Man. I know, like, man. what you gonna do with four games <laughs> left in the season? Dog? Yeah, like I like you I, already yeah. got shit wrapped up at that point. Yeah, but um. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not a full season, man, because it's taking way too long. Like, what are they trying to figure out now? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like the like we said, I'm, I, I have a feeling by this time next week we might finally know. They yeah. they did. There's reports that they will let the everybody know before training camp happens, which is coming up pretty soon. So we're gonna yeah. know eventually. Just and, keep an eye out for around the fourth the week of the fourth of July. Just yeah, keep an that's, eye out that's around That's what there. people are saying uh, could be the day the hammer drops. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Of course, keep it locked in on Sports Radio 610, 10 to 2 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., my bad. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Landry and Figgy Fig and all them folks are going to keep you updated on everything, what's going on. And so, yeah, make sure y'all keep it locked in. I, I just can't wait till this shit over. Where we not it's, talking it's about never gonna cases. be over. Look, like it's never it's, gonna fucking be now, over. Okay, now, man. It's, it's a little bet. <laughs> it's a little better because the twenty or the twenty four is settled. Yeah. So you ain't got to keep dealing with this. This. This shit. I mean, you got the other four cases left, but I just can't wait till it's like, damn. Remember he had those cases back in the day. Deep. Yeah, nah, people were calling Ben Roethlisberger a rapist the day he retired, dog, okay? <laughs> it, 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 it's no, never going to no. be fully see, over. See, like, no. it's going to follow him forever. See, that part don't bother me. The, to me, getting deep into the cases and the lawyer statement from the lawyers and all this other bullshit, that's the part I'm tired of. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, Deshaun going to be called a pervert for the rest of his life, but... I, I I'm I'm sick I'm sick and tired of oh Tony Busby made a statement and oh Rusty yeah. Hart replied and and oh yeah deposition coming up next week and I I just can't wait till all of that shit over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean we're we're basically at the end anyway, man. Plus he's out of Houston now, so yeah. 
yeah, we'll see how it goes. Texas um, might get some good first round picks too. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, thing. or maybe Jacoby Brissett leads into the promised land. Who knows, man? It's the NFL. <laughs> Anything is possible. I know. <laughs> um, so with that being said, fuck it. I think it's about time to wrap up this edition of the podcast. Yeah. So everybody on stream, we're about to cut the stream off right now, do our little yeah. musical intro or yeah. outro that we're gonna get kicked off of YouTube on if we play it on YouTube. <laughs> so bye to everybody who's ch- chimed in on the stream. What up, Tab? As usual, holding it down. Andre Eagles, Holly Rachel Worshipper, everybody who came through to uh who, chat with us a little bit. We who the hell is y'all. AJ man? <laughs> I don't know. The dude, <laughs> some dude came in and said we were What's what up? up, you fat Albert looking freaks. <laughs> Which I I'm I'm fine with a good roast. Yeah. But at least make it make sense, man. We don't yeah. look like no fucking fat Albert. Fat Albert ain't got no facial hair. Okay. <laughs> at least make your disses uh accurate. Yeah. That's all I ask. <laughs> um, you can call Figgy George Clinton. That'd be yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> you could call me. Oh, uh, Jasmine oh. called me too short once, and that still really? stings a little bit. Yeah. You don't, no, <laughs> <I> never. <laughs> Jasmine said I look like too short. That stung yeah. me, man, because too short's like fucking 55 years old, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to look <laughs> like too short. That one stuck with me. Yeah. That one stuck Remember with that me. video, too short, running from the, trying to run from the cops? Uh, no, nah, I don't like think a, I saw it. It was like a video. He tried to run. <laughs> his old ass tried to run from the cops, and he ran oh, slow no. as fuck. <laughs> he ran slow as fuck and got caught. <laughs> oh no, that was probably oh, the funniest yeah. thing he did. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but, rough. That's yeah. rough. Yeah, yeah. But, so like we that, said, y'all, y'all can come in and diss us if you want. Just make it funny and make it make sense. Okay, that's all we ask. Yeah, people keep uh, a couple people try to hit me with oh to call she six nine. I'm like, all right, yeah, original because of my hey, hair, the color in my hair. What the fuck? Like, you think I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anybody with color hair is Takashi 69, though. How can that don't even make no fucking sense, dog? Like I, I said, George Clinton makes sense. At least he's black. Yeah. Okay. Don't be calling nobody. Takashi did not have braids or dreads yeah. or anything yeah. like that. And this Come ain't on. and this this ain't even like true a true rainbow color. Like it's one thing if I had the the LGBTQ colors or something. Yeah, <laughs> this ain't even that. <laughs> but I don't know. People, yeah, people, y'all, like fruit, we said, man. be more creative with your roast. That's all we ask, man. You can yeah. come and roast us if you want. We down with whatever, but yeah. make it funny and make it make sense. Yeah. Um. So anyway, appreciate y'all on the stream. We gonna catch y'all next time. And yeah, yeah. Let's end this. And let's start that. And you know what time it is now. Yeah. Shout out to people who still listen on the audio, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm still yeah, an audio I'm listener, it. man. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Got to hold it down for the day one podcasters yeah, and people who ain't coming in for the stream. Yeah. Y'all get the mix at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And y'all get the uh, Anita at the end. <laughs> Some niggas would charge extra on Patreon for this, okay? We giving yes. it to y'all free. Yes. We ain't Joe Budden and y'all, okay? We ain't doing that. I know. <laughs> we give y'all bonus content free of charge, mm-hmm. okay? 
Uh, sidebar, don't you hate how everything is called content now? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, music is called content. Movies are called content. Porn yeah. is called content. Yeah. Fucking podcasts are called content. Why is everything? That's one of the things that really annoys me with this fucking era we're in right yeah. now. The content generation. Yeah. The, project. Just call it what it is, yeah. okay? Yeah. Before it was like project with music. Yeah, yep. I got a project coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I got a. I'm working on I a project. It's a fucking yeah, mixtape. Yeah, I don't have a video anymore. I got. I got a visual. Visual. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So uh, in music, you got projects, and then you got the uh, visuals, mm-hmm. and then for people like us, it's content. <laughs> content yeah i feel i blame part in part joe budden i think he was one of the people who drove content creating content content creators <laughs> yeah and so yeah. yeah if you a nigga that stream on twitch that's content yeah if you make youtube videos that's content if you selling pussy pictures on only fans that's content yeah like yeah. come on man yeah you know what it is it's just a fancy word you know how you have a fancy word for janitor Yes. Yeah, that's just the Her secretary word. is a min- administrative assistant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, like now, we going through that now in radio. A uh, uh, program director is now a brand manager. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, yep. all right, man. <laughs> so it's just trying to make yep. everything sound fancy. Or yeah. my favorite is the street teamers, the brand ambassadors. Brand ambassadors. Okay, yeah. I, I've heard brand ambassador be using a lot of places that's, too. That's a street team, that's, man. That's yeah. yeah. That, that they sound super important. Mm-hmm. Like you put that on a resume. I was a brand ambassador. Fifty an hour, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was. A, I was a brand ambassador for yep. Hennessy. Like nigga, you was just sitting out there with a Hennessy shirt. You, you was people, setting up the tent. Yes. <laughs> before the real celebrities come in. Yes, that's all it is. With yeah. Fancy ass yeah. words. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah check we, our we content need to start out, calling man. Things what they are, <laughs> yeah, start calling things what they are again. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that sidebar aside, yeah, subscribe to <laughs> our content on YouTube. <laughs> yes, make sure to see all our content on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our content on Spotify. I know you talked out the music dead. My bad. We got like a uh, minute fifteen. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Appreciate all the love. Uh, and everything all y'all listening from the day ones to the first timers we appreciate y'all we love y'all remember to hang out on the stream around 8 8 p.m on fridays and chat it up with us if you want man uh, and until next time peace is Figgy Fig and I gotta tell you guys about Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness I've been having some serious lower back and neck issues over the past few years and finally I decided to get it checked out with Dr. Pittman. Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness specialize in neck and back pain, muscle and joint pain, sports injuries, auto accidents and so much more. Don't walk around in pain like I was. Schedule your appointment with Dr. Pittman today. 346-774-2887 That's 346-774-2887 or you can schedule online at PCAWellness.com PCAWellness.com and tell them Ficky Fig sent you.